Welcome, everybody. Episode number five of Hat Trick Hockey. Tons of shit happened this weekend, but before we get into that, I'm going to bring in my co-host and my good buddy, Mr. Rob Sawyer. What's up? How are you? Not bad. How was your weekend? Busy. What'd you do? Well, first off, we went out to a birthday party. I got to give a shout out to Billy for a happy birthday. Nice. Um, happy birthday, Billy. And uh, yeah, he's an avid listener. Um, and then we went out on uh, a race boat out to Crystal Bay. No shit. Yeah, on Saturday. And bro, it was the coolest fucking thing. <laughs> there was nobody out there. Like there's maybe 20 boats out there. Yeah. But it was raining, right? So yeah. all in shitty weather. You're surrounded by fucking water. Yeah. How many people are jumping and swimming in the water? I, I, I couldn't get my head wrapped around it not being packed in there. Yeah. So, but the... Went out with Tara and Ray, Misty's, Misty's friends, mm -hmm. and uh, just fucking an amazing time. Like, I had I had a smile on my face from when we got in the boat until <laughs> we fucking got off the boat. Boats do that to you. Oh, they do. I said I'm on retirement time. And you know, boating uh, and drinking really sneaks up on you. <laughs> yeah, it does. You get, when you hit all the waves and stuff, oh, you're yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So Miss, Misty ended up driving home because uh, I had, somebody had overserved me. Not sure who it was. <laughs> But yeah, that's where we were. So what about Sunday? Oh, Sunday we went golfing, and uh, with with uh, my buddy Nate, your buddy Nate. Yeah. Um, played played with some awesome people like uh, Val, Mike, and Nate, and uh, it was it was just it was just a great time. Might have been overserved there too. <laughs> I don't know who keeps doing this to me, but. <laughs> I do figure on there's one common denominator, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it got away from me as well. That's but okay. no driving. I had uh, people that were taking care of us. So okay. thank you, Shelly, for picking me and Mike oh. up. Shout out to Shelly yeah. for the ride. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so speaking of uh, of Mike there, good uh, friend of the show, uh, i seen his photo today that he posted on his Facebook. About oh, my longest drive. Your, your monstrous drive. Rushed it, bro. How did you get the ball in the dirt like that? I topped that ball so fucking hard <laughs> that it didn't even go a ball length away from the tee. And we'll have to post that picture. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, throw the photo up and on it, the day this it was, um, There wasn't a person standing on the tee box other than me staring out for where I hit my ball. And these guys are all fucking laughing. They, I, I turn around and they're all getting soakers on their shorts because they're all in their backs laughing in the uh, tee box because we got so much rain. Oh my god! Yeah, but I I buried that ball. I was wondering like how the hell I've never seen anybody put a ball in the ground like that. I've never seen it before either. I thought it was pretty cool though. <laughs> I was laughing. You couldn't do that again if you tried. Not a chance. Like not a in chance. a million fucking tries, you you could not do that again. No, no, there's no way. You'll see everybody. We'll we'll throw the photo up on the page. You guys got to see this shit. But uh, yeah, I didn't really uh, I didn't really do a whole lot. I just kind of mellowed out. I went and hit with the boys on uh, on Sunday morning. Shout out to the booze hounds. So uh, I went out and hit balls with those guys. Every fucking single thing I hit, I popped it straight up. Oh yeah. Like, I think I'm in that golf swing mode right now. Yeah. Because I, let's face it, we're not playing any baseball or anything this summer. So all we're doing is fucking golfing and boozing, yeah. right? So, uh, yeah, everything I hit was straight up in the air. I think I hit maybe three balls hard my yeah. my whole thing. But I whatever. I had a couple hot dogs and a couple beers after. But I was just, it was fucking brutal. And you know, what's, you know what's awesome is I was, I always thought I was just terrible at golf. Yeah. I had a terrible drive yesterday. <laughs> but uh, 
I um, I realized the less you drink, the better you are. Sometimes, yeah. On, on the golf course. Sometimes, yeah. So I had some really nice shots. I had a couple of duffers, like, you know. That I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a pro, yeah. you know. So, but I, I'm really enjoying golfing and, and, you know, having maybe three beers while I'm on a course. And, yeah. you know, it's just a nice, nice day. Yeah, you, you know? do three or four over a round, you're usually okay. Yeah. Because you're out there a good four or five hours. Right, so. right. I usually do that three or four hot dog on the on the turn. Yep. Gotta uh, have something to eat. Yeah. Misty usually packs me with cheese and crackers and uh, kibasa. Oh, just shit to throw in your bag. Yep. So I don't <laughs> uh, come home, you know, shit hammered. Holy shit! Well, should we get into it? Oh yeah, we should. We have so much shit to talk about; it's unreal. So first of all, before we get into any of the games, we'll talk about a couple of the big stories around the NHL. Um, first of all, we thought that Mike. Babcock was going to be the front runner for the Seattle Kraken. Yep. He's not. He's uh, actually just accepted a job at the uh, Vermont. So he's going to the NCAA. Coaching? He's a advisor to the coaching staff. Oh, okay. Showing how you kick some guys in the ass and you, you humiliate them. and uh, Make them cry and need yeah. help and yeah. stuff like that. Maybe, but uh, I'll tell you what, those college boys might not be as nice as the guys in the NHL, right. so who knows? I don't know. I have a feeling, I think it's more of like a like an office kind of role. He might Dealing be, with more with the coaches than the players? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Hopefully. Yeah. Like the way he was. Well, but, anyways, yeah. like but anyways, so he, I'm assuming he's going to be out for the spot right. with uh, Seattle, so it's going to be... From the last report we had, it's going to be Lobulette or Gallant. Yeah. Which, let's let's face it, it's going to be Gerard Gallant. I think so, too. There's no other way to fucking go. Right. Gerard Gallant's awesome. So, I, I have a feeling that it's, it's going to be him. There. Did you hear what when the Vegas Golden Knights fired him, what they did? No, tell me. So, he's standing out front of the bus. Management grabs him. All the guys are on the bus. And they fire him right on the spot. Come on. They call him a black car. Car comes, picks him up. They basically leave him on the side of the fucking road. Come on. Yeah. That's how they got rid of him. What the fuck is that? That's like a, like a girlfriend breaking up by text. Or that's like you throwing a girl out of the car. Right. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how, how terrible is that? Like, what kind of professionals are you that you would do that to somebody right in front of your fucking team? A guy that's been in the league forever. Right. That should have more. He's got a fucking, lot of respect by yeah. a lot of guys and a, a lot of players, a lot of coaches, and that's how they uh, like. That's just humiliating. It's not even right. No, I'm I surprised so. he didn't punch the fuck out of somebody. I am too, because he's got a temper. Yeah, look at when he played. Yeah, he used to beat the he shit was, out of he people. He was just a grinding. He was to play, I actually a lot of the times. I was watching a game from like, I think it was like ninety one, ninety two ish, mm-hmm. and it was on, and he was on a line. Iserman centered him and Bob Probert. Probert, yeah, yeah, and like, what a great line! That was the year Probert. Like, I think it was, I don't know if it was ninety one, but I know it was early nineties. Bob made the fucking All Star game. Yeah, he scored like I think twenty thirty goals in that year. He was a great hockey player. Yeah, like some of these tough guys can score. I just Not, got done reading his book. Did you? Yeah, fantastic. Got a little choked up at the end. How long ago was that book come out? Oh, I can't remember. It's been out for a while. It's been out for, I yeah. don't want to have to check that out. I'm yeah. normally not a reader. I, I have it. it. I'm telling you, you, you won't put it down. We got to get that uh, DVD there. About it's called like Tough Guy or something. Okay. And it's a, just a story about his life. They showed it in the like. That's what the book's here. called. 
Is it? Yeah. yeah. So they made a like movie on it. Yeah. Then. We gotta watch it for sure. I'd watch it the heartbeat. So shout out if anybody has that, <laughs> message us so we can like get it somehow from you because we would love to watch it. Hundred percent, we would love to watch it. So next thing, um, so the NHL has done over fifteen hundred COVID tests, not one positive test. They they really got their shit together. They Maybe do. they really know what they're doing. I don't care what anybody says. MLB, NBA, take fucking notes. No shit. Take like, notes. I don't think the ML or not sorry, not the MLB. There's the MLB is breaking out. Right. Like we, we just heard just earlier on today. Now the St. Louis Cardinals have 13 members. Well, they were also talking about you know like you could get fined for spitting on the diamond, right? Yeah. You watch a game, everybody's spitting. No, yeah. Everybody's spitting sunflower seeds. That's They're not even supposed to have sunflower seeds. You can't control that. No, though. like it's no. baseball. It is. Like, you know what I mean? If you spin on the diamond, kick a little fucking dirt over yeah, it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's what I did, anyways. Right. But yeah, so 1,500 tests, no freaking positives yet. So that's a fucking great start. We gotta give Gary Batman credit for that one. Yeah, he's a fuck. He drives me insane, yep. but he does uh, look after the guys in that. He's aspect. a smart. He's a very intelligent man. He's, he is very. You know, smart. and he obviously got the right people together to figure mm-hmm. out how to keep the covid down right yeah so. it's the fucking bubble is huge yeah the bubble is huge yeah actually the nba they may not have any positive cases either but i just find i just think that the nhl is doing a better job like they didn't even have anything close the nba started though i believe they did yeah i don't follow it too neither do I. It, I i was i'm too short to watch it <laughs> yeah you'd yeah. be fucking yeah. <laughs> filling yeah. water bottles for those guys <laughs> I'd be sure to watch basketball. I'm almost 6'1", and I'm too short. But, uh, yeah, so great job by all those guys uh, just to keep everybody safe for our enjoyment. For sure. You know what I mean? Next thing, Pittsburgh Penguins, during their exhibition game, they got a too-many-men call on the ice. Normally, too-many-men, you're like, what, six guys? Seven, maybe. Yeah, seven if they're on a change. These guys had fucking ten guys on the ice. They got (laughs) ten. Sent out two lines. I don't know what happened. I was watching the game, and I was like, I started counting. Like, they did a, one of those shots where they stop when they have, like, everybody on the ice. And they highlighted and it, I thought it was a fucking warm-up at first because there were so many guys on the ice. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Has that ever happened before? Like, I don't think with two fucking full lines. That's unreal. That's unreal. No, I go, you go. No, you go, I go. I, ah, I go. let's I, both I, go. All of us. You know hey, what? Everybody, come on. Yeah, so think about it. So... <laughs> Half the team is on the ice. They normally carry four lines, so half the team is on the ice. Yeah, that's funny. Smooth move, Axelak. So who gets played for that? The coach? <laughs> I don't know. He would be. He'd Luckily, be. it was only an exhibition. Yeah. yeah Imagine yeah. that during a playoff game. That'd be real yeah. embarrassing. Got to explain it to do, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Next thing, the NHL announcers for this game, for all these games, they're actually like in their arenas back home. And in their houses, so they're calling games from their own cities. So, like, we're watching we so, got the game on right now, and we would just do nothing. It would be, right? yeah, it'd be like we'd be calling the game right now, and you'd be hearing it like on the live feed. Wow. I and, and there's a five five second delay. Five second, yeah, just for one, so the guys don't swear. Switch hockey. I know, you know, let her fly. Yeah. Like, just thinking of sport out of the game. You yeah, know, let like, all the shit bombs and everything fly. Who cares? Let it go. The kids have heard it. Yeah, they're saying they've all, it. They've all heard it. They, t- they teach me new ones. I was going to say, I was just, you literally took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, I've learned shit from kids. 
It's insane. Insane. Uh, Anyways, let's get into the games that mean something. Absolutely. There was a big incident on, uh, what was it? They played Saturday night, right? Who's that? Flames. Flames game was Saturday night. Yep. What a big Chuck, sorry. He uh, went to finish a hit on Mark Shifley, and it was just bad. So what happened is he ended up, when he threw the hit, he stepped on the back of Shifley's leg Yeah. when he threw the hit. So I guess, chilling. yes, I guess. It, I'm not sure. We haven't heard any injury. Did update. you see it? I did see it. Okay, so Shifley's in a boat. Okay, so he's so, done. So he's out. Yeah. But they, they, they have not said it's just a lower body injury and time, you know, yeah, will tell. They're thinking that it might just be a cut. They're, so they're probably waiting to see if it hit any muscle. Did you see the like. check? I did see the check. What did you think? I think that the play's going too fucking fast right. in order for him to zone in on that leg. So here's the thing. You you watch that play in regular speed. You go, oh, what happened there? Yeah. You know, you don't see it. Yeah. But now that you can slow it down with slow mm-hmm. motion, you can see everything that happens. Mm-hmm. So that being said, you can't tell that it was uh, if he was trying to injure him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But then you listen to Paul Maurice, hundred percent. That was he's saying be, he's he's trying to hurt my player. That was going to be the next thing I was actually going to tell you. I have his quote. Okay. For what he said. Uh, and and I quote, because he was pissed right off. He said, it was a filthy, dirty kick to the back of his leg. You can't see it on the program feed, which is the NHL feed. But if you take a blue line feed and zoom it in, he went after the back of his leg. Could have ended the man's career. It was an absolutely filthy hit. They all do his, it. That was exactly what he said. They all do it, though. When you watch those guys finish a check, and when that guy's trying to step out of the way, he's obviously dragging a leg behind, mm-hmm. and they'll stick out the leg to hit that leg. Yep, they do. Now, his skate was kind of up. So as he goes to do what everybody yeah. else does, he ends up kicking the back of his leg. It looked like he kind of lost his balance at he, first, and then that's what kind of made that leg into come the up. Boards, right? It looked you like know, he lost like, an edge or something. I don't think – yeah. Kachuk is a rat, and he plays oh, yeah, that way. But you know what? I'd love to see him on yeah. Toronto, and you'd uh-huh. love to see him on Detroit. Fucking right, I would. But in the same sense, he, I can't. He never did that on no. purpose. Here's the thing, and you have to give him credit, because when Shifley was going off the ice, he skated over, and yes. he said something to him. It was an apology of some Which kind. Blake Wheeler was having fucking none of it. Oh, no. And he skated over, and he said something to him, and about a minute and a half later, they fought. Yep. Well, so you, you hurt my player. I have to fight you. And he's and he wears a C for his team too, right? right? And but you can't tell me that, Chucky. Though you got to give it to him though for, for, sure. for saying, "Hey, hey, you yep. want to go? If you, if you think I did wrong, you want to fight? Fuck it, he landed a bomb. And he dropped Wheeler in that fight. But you got to love Wheeler for going out and sticking yeah. up for his teammate. You know what I mean? That's a leader. But this is what I was saying. There's got to be tougher guys that you know. Now your best player, not only could he risk injury of getting messed up in the fight, is that he's coming off the ice now for a five for fighting. Yeah. And now you've taken your one of your best players off the ice. Now two of your best players have blocked off the ice in that game now. Yeah. However, though, if when he goes off with him for the fighting major, if he goes off with like Wheeler, they're kind of canceling each other out. I think now. he's a better player than Wheeler. I, I mean, do Wheeler, too. Wheeler's a better player than. But Kachuk. I think Shifley's better than uh, Chucky. 
Sure. Oh, absolutely. Like hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I I would give I would give uh, Shifley like a top twenty guy. I would say in the NHL. Yeah, I I agree with that. He's a younger guy too. He's more yep. than born tall nine. He's a he's, big dude too. He is a big guy. I could see. Maybe even if it's next year when he comes back, if he misses the remainder of the playoffs for this, I could see those two next year uh, first meeting settling something here and getting 100%. and getting over with. Yep, right off the hop, let's go. And, just... and I think it's Shifley that never swears. He's never sworn on the ice. Really? Yeah, like when he gets. He'll say, frig you. <laughs> frig off. Frig off, you frigging goof. <laughs> Quit slashing me, dirk, you big meanie. <laughs> Freaking dink. But anyways, yeah, so, uh, and that's going to be a hell of a series. We're actually uh, watching it right now, but it's that's going to be great. But anyways, Pittsburgh-Montreal. It was the first overtime game of the playoffs. Also, big story. There was two penalty shots in this game. For Pittsburgh got both. So the game was tied. So Habs went up 2-0. Pittsburgh came back, tied it. I believe it was three minutes left in the game. I think it was Connor Sherry. Mm-hmm. Got a penalty shot. Three minutes left in the third period. Tie game. Went in, tried to do like a little move. Tried to shoot just over Price's, I would say, blocker side just over his pad. Mm-hmm. Missed the net. Now in overtime, something else happened. I didn't catch it. I was doing something around the house. But I didn't catch it. But anyways, so in the overtime, another penalty shot. I don't know who took it or anything. And Price stopped that one. Really? So there was two penalty shots in the same playoff game. That's the first time that that's happened since 1923. Oh, should I? Since 1923. And Habs fans, Mr. Jeff Petrie is your overtime hero. So that was, uh, that's fucking, I was not expecting that. No, but you, you also picked Montreal as your upset team. I did, but however, it's only one game. Yeah, I know. But imagine Pittsburgh One game and the best out of five. You're that's, rolling that's right a, now. That's a big advantage. Imagine Pittsburgh gets knocked out and gets the first, first fucking pick. Holy oh, shit, eh? This is insane. Like, imagine, like, one of these eight teams is going to get that kid. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be a good team. Fucking yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's where you drive me nuts, Gary. Get your shit together. Next thing, Nazem Kadri. For once, he didn't get kicked out of a playoff series. What does he do? He scored. did something good? Yeah, shit. He scored the winning goal with .1 second left. That's sick. I, I love that guy. I do. I love him, too. I, I wish I wish Toronto would have never got rid of him. Uh, <laughs> it broke my heart. that. And, you know, when they got rid of him, he was – he gets the wires crossed. He plays on it. He plays but on the edge. a lot of it has to do with somebody doing something to his teammate. Yes. You know, and he's going out to revenge them. Yeah. So, why – yeah. What uh, he did in Boston, though, like the second time was pretty bad. For sure he did. Like that, he did, that hit he, to the head. That, he deserved to get kicked out. Yep. Yep. Even, I agree. The, even the first one was, eh. You know what I mean? Those are two borderline hits. That right. he, but that's his style. He plays on the edge. Right. He dropped the glove to Thornton, ripped out half his beard for yeah. fuck's sake. Like, Thornton's no small dude. Like, well, and it's terrible, too, right? Because after Martin was gone and they didn't actually have any 
Kadri were Kadri and Zach Hyman were their tough guys. Yeah. So where are you going with that? Well, that's why they brought in what's his name, right? Right, Clifford. Kyle Clifford. Yeah. Total butte. Oh, level. But uh, yeah, man. So yeah, so he ended up. It was just a weird play and. Someone shot the puck. There was like a big scrum out front of the net. Someone shot the puck, hit the post, popped out right on his stick. Nice. Right on his stick. He was literally on the edge of the crease. So the puck popped off. By the time it hit the ice, he was already shooting it. And it crossed the line. They It was a lengthy review. Really? What oh, were they yeah. reviewing? Whether it crossed the line on time. Oh, okay. And it literally, there was space like maybe a quarter inch of, of white that you see between the line Oh, and the as puck, the buzzer goes. As the buzzer was going, uh, and the puck, it was 0.1 second. Wow. So Good for him. Good for him, yeah. And you know what? He's one of those guys, too, that he deserves something good. Something good to happen yeah, to Yeah, he's him, played sure. his ass off. He, Like I said, he plays on the edge a little bit, but that's his style of play, and he's never veered off from that style of play. That's no. always been his style of play. He's never changed. And for you so, fans out there that think he pulled uh, – Thornton's beard. If you've ever watched any hockey fights, they grab right for the collar. Yeah. Where's the beard? Well, his right? beard. So many people were saying, oh, it's dirty play, pulling hair, blah, blah, blah. Well, how are you supposed to grab onto yeah. him if the beard's covering the whole thing? Yeah. Well, his beard's down to his fucking right. Right down to his tits. Of course, you're going to grab a hold of it. You <laughs> know he fell I mean? asleep for a year. <laughs> Didn't shake. Oh, God. Oh, crawled out of the bush or something. Yeah. But, anyways, so we should probably get to the to this interview, eh? Absolutely. So we kind of cut you guys off last week with Dave. And uh, so we decided we're just going to drop part two of this interview this week. Well worth it. It's worth it. It was probably worth the wait. Um, should we get right to it? Absolutely. All right, everybody. Mr. Dave Cassidy, part two. Roll it. Hey, have you ever tried the McGregor Columbia Club? Not yet. Did you know the McGregor Columbia Club has two rooms to accommodate gatherings from small birthday parties? corporate meetings, to large weddings, and even banquet events. Really? Now, how many does that place seat? It seats over 300 people. They also have an in-house decorator, rental items to work within your budget. Their main spacious hall is ideal for maintaining distance between attendees. Well, what's the food like? Well, they specialize in roasted chicken, but also have a full menu offering your favorite dishes. Really? Can you do fundraisers there? They have fundraising opportunities for charities with their fish fry, pasta, or steak dinners, and other events. Come on. Now, what about breakfast? Well, they have an amazing breakfast. It starts at 8.30 on Sunday, and it ends at noon, offering your full breakfast menu. Don't they have a cornhole league there, too? Ooh, I'm glad you mentioned that, because they play in it. It's, uh... Just getting ready to go. They're just waiting for the okay. Can you find them online? Yep. You can check their menus and events out at McGregorColumbiaClub.com or check them out on the Facebook. So you never you never wrapped uh, Steve I? No, no. Because I heard on or out. So I heard he was very entertaining. Oh, really? He oh, was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean. Make a ginger blush. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Gibby. Yeah, no, no. Uh, he was he was a little behind, you know. My my times. Uh, I can tell you uh, one of the one of the good stories. Well, I don't know if it's a good story. It kind of put a little nail in my coffin at the end. But I can remember at the end of my career, um, Andy Diesel again. 
um, we're in game seven. So there hadn't been a game seven in, I think it was 11, it was either 11 or 13 years in the IHL. The Chicago Bulls had just won, you know, the world championship in basketball that weekend. And the yeah, yeah, one of their six. Yeah, it was on that, a fucking yeah, heater. It was on their yeah. it was on their uh, big uh, big run there. And so the Chicago Wolves is playing the Detroit Vipers. Game seven in Chicago and I was fortunate enough to have the game. Uh, so we had a backup referee, backup line been up in the stands, uh, and all of a sudden the place we could hear it underneath. We're stretching, you know, getting ready for the game, and we hear the place erupt. Well, apparently there is a brawl in the warm-up. So Andy Bezo decided to take a shot to the other end at Wendell Young. Well, that didn't sit well with the Wolves, of course, and uh, all hell broke loose on the ice. And and so um, we are in, if you can remember the days of the Bauer zip-up underwear, the long johns. Yep, yep. You know, you got the that, flip-flops that, on. Yeah. I know <laughs> exactly what The one-piecers. <laughs> one piece, I think they're navy blue and light blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's them. Yeah. That's them, yeah. They... So, so you know, we got we got the long johns on, doing the stretching, uh, and all of a sudden, the uh, one of the minor officials comes. You know, the off ice official says, "There's a bench clear." So I grab my pad. The linesman grabs their pads. We go towards the ice, and I'm going to go on the ice with my flip flops and my Bauer zip ups. And the men in blue arm shift me. The Chicago police. They say, "You're not going on the ice." Well, I'm big, so they think I'm a player. Right. And I said, "Listen, I'm the referee." Yeah, sure you are. I'm like, here's my pad. You know, here's my pad. Yeah. So, so, anyways, I get on the edge of the ice and I start taking numbers and everything else. It was finally the players, some of the players got it broke up and got tired. It was, yeah, Just it was a mess. It was, it was, fans loved it. Everybody oh, loved yeah. it. I, you know, I remember my, uh, my who doesn't like a yard sale, right? <laughs> <laughs> yard sales are fun. <laughs> you know, you got a Donnie Brook game seven. Here we are, game seven, Turner Cup finals, and we have a brawl. You know, before Saturday, the puck even drops. Before the, before the puck drops. Great start to the night. <laughs> and, and and so my wife, you know, Jen, she's at the game. She's in the stands. And she's always the one in the corner that, yeah, I don't know that guy, you know. Yeah. So she's, and uh, so she sees this going on. She's like, what is going on here, you know? Go back into the dressing room. The commissioner of the league comes in. He says, Andy Bezo doesn't play tonight. I said, why? Because he shot the puck at Wendell Young. And I said, well, we have off-ice officials. I'm going to, you know, talk to them, blah, blah, blah. So they come in. I said, you guys see what happened? No. Okay. So the commissioner said, well, we went to the video replay, you know, because it's on TV. We yeah, watched course, it yeah. on video replay. He says, well, if you read the rule book, the rule book says that we do video replay for goals. And that's all we do it for. We don't we do not do it for who starts a fight in training right. or anything. So maybe <laughs> those plan. Well, it went south. And, I, you know, the guys, Chicago... The Chicago team uh, was owned by the guys with the Fordora hats back in the day. Oh um, so it was gangster, gangster. <laughs> it was it was very interesting, you know, when you know you overrule the commissioner and Andy Bezo played, and it just happened that it was a great game, but it, it was two to one for Chicago, um, and less than a minute to go, and there's an empty netter to make it three one. So we got about 26 seconds left on the clock. Oh, grab and the Andy bins. Grab the bins for the all ice. the equipment. <laughs> so the I would drop the puck as the referee, right? And the linesman would be on their blue lines. So I handed the puck to the linesman and said, you're dropping the puck at the middle. And I stood right behind Bezo. And I said, as soon as this puck drops, I know what you're going to do, but you're not getting away from me. 
So the puck dropped, he cross-checked the guy, he dropped the mitts, I grabbed them and skated. I pulled them as hard as I could, skated right out the end doors. He's on his back, he's trying <laughs> to get up, and I'm pulling right out the end doors. I opened the doors, threw a belt, shut the door, and we saved another bench player. That's all. Oh, geez. You know, that was, but you knew. I, you I, knew it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you even gave him the chance to come back. Hey, he got to play in that game. Yeah, absolutely. Where you could have just said, nope, you're going. Yeah, back. I would have said, hey, man, yeah. I... You're in this game because I didn't he throw you out. He could have showed you a little bit of respect yeah. when you did him, right? Yeah, so they did so when, when do refs get respect? Some of them guys. So, you, know, you, you know, it's funny you say that. From the fans' perspective, fans, listen, 50% 50 of the time you're wrong. Like, oh, let's, yeah. let's face it. I mean, if you call a penalty on the home team, the home team's mad at you, right? I mean, yeah. but when you get into that level with the players, players respect you. You know, right. when you go through the system, I was fortunate enough to – you know, do a lot of finals, and I had a very good career, you know, spending 17 years in the minors. Uh, because of a labor dispute, you know, I ended up, you know, losing my job in the NHL. But, you know, I had no qualms. I mean, I know I, I, I did what I, you know, did. I had a great career, um, saw a lot of country, uh, you know, saw a lot of, you know, a lot of players come through. It was it was a great career. Got to travel a lot in the U.S. and Canada. You know, I did, uh, you know, Canada-Russia games 1985. I did Andy one Andy played for... Uh, uh, Team Canada, you know, wow. uh, you know. So, I, where was that? Windsor Arena. Oh, they did it. They did a series that came through. That was one of the games I did. You know, we got to do the World Juniors as a referee. So it was good. Those are big deals. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a good career. You know, I how, how many people are watching? Let alone how many people are in the stands. How many people are watching? You know, yeah, it's, it's all of Canada is. Yeah, no, right? it's it's so. it's a it's a it's a listen. I have. I have no qualms whatsoever. You know, I, I can tell you the one thing um, that, that is a little disappointing. Um, you know, when that year, when I was the only guy that never crossed the picket line in 93. Good for you. Um, there, you know, uh, Dan O'Halloran got hired in 1992. Dan and I were best of friends. Things started to fall apart a little bit after that, you know, because I said to Dan, he was older than me, right? So they hired him in 92. And, and he was part of the association, or the union as we call it. But there's a big difference between union and association. Because the head of the association at the time was Andy Van Helm. And I asked Danny, I said, can you please help me out? I said, I helped you guys out during that labor dispute. I said, I think that I deserve, you know, maybe somebody sticking up for me. And, you know, I'll never forget Andy Van Helm and called me and he says, you know, Dave, uh, when you get in the NHL, everything's all lights and glitz and glory at first. But, you know, after that, it's nothing but a freaking job. And, and you know, I said to Andy, I said, Andy, I appreciate that. I said, but I'd like to decide if I want that job right. or not. Pretty you simple. know, I, I'd like to decide that. So Fair enough. Yeah. they didn't they didn't support me. Um, it, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't something that I, you know, it left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, you know, I can remember when the players went on strike a few years ago. And in my position, you know, with the with the union, we had um, Goodenow come in with one of the NHL players to our convention and talk about collective bargaining and and you know these players are you know things are happening. It's wrong what's going on as they're going to Europe and playing in Europe when they have a rep, when they have a uh, player strike going yeah, on over right. here. I, I, you I know, remember that everybody um, went overseas. They did, if you recall, and you yeah. know. And they're preaching to us about well, that was collective lockout, right? Then they, I think they got locked out. Yeah, but then a lot of the guys went down to the the I or the A or whatever. AHL teams were fucking wagons yeah. because yeah. all the NHL guys right. were going down there. Well, could you imagine 
going to one of those games and paying twenty bucks instead of two hundred bucks. Yeah. And yeah. seeing all you the know, same players. Like how awesome would that be? <laughs> be great. Everybody's just getting spoiled in the yeah. night. Twenty dollars seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's so so you know, some of those things, I mean there's there's always and listen, a lot of lot of miles a lot of miles on the car, you know, up you know, to Milwaukee. Um everybody knows uh who hang around me. I'm I'm a little bit of a chicken flying. So I like to control my own destiny, you know. Yep. But if I have to fly, I fly. I mean, I, you know, I have to travel with my job quite a bit. I mean, I'm up and down that 401 a lot when I can be in the air and going down. But I just, you know, whether I like to stop or whatever. Um, so, so there's a lot of miles, you know. You're driving down, and I, you know, things aren't really built for you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gibby, they're not. You know, I mean, they're. <laughs> They're, they're, they're not. There actually should be certain sections for a man your size, honestly. Or you know, yeah. like yeah, it's called first class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they have cheap. they have the bigger seats, the leg room. Uh, well, yeah. if the league's paying, who gives a yeah. shit? Yeah. yeah, you're. I I like your thinking. I yeah, like hey, your you thinking. Know, you know, that's how I do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it you know, so I I put a lot of miles on. You know uh. The good part was I would usually take a local lineman and go, uh, you know, travel to a place like Kalamazoo or Muskegon. Yeah. But you're always, you know, with the weather and everything else. But, you know, I, I have no qualms whatsoever, you know, the career that I had. And, um, you know, I, I for a while there, I thought, you know, potentially I could help mentor some of the young kids back here. Yeah, um, absolutely. And every time I go to a game, you know, I'll, I'll talk to them because nothing bothers me more is – I can tell you the young referees, when I see them, if you hustle and you're in position and you look good and work hard, nobody can argue with you. Right. Let them argue with you. But you know what? You're showing that you really care. Uh, people would say to me when my career was over in 2002, why don't you come back and do men's league, this and that, right? Well, guess what? I, I, I couldn't give it the all. And people are out there paying money. So yeah. why would I go out and do that? for? I'm not going to go around just to make, you know, 50 bucks here, 50 bucks yeah, there. Why the fuck would you want to do that? It's a waste of time for you. It is. It's, it's, you need to, you need to have a passion for that stuff. And I love, listen, listen, I, I don't want to, I love the game of hockey. Right. I still love the game of hockey. Um, am I a little disappointed in the game of hockey? Absolutely. Am I maybe a little old school because of how the hockey was? For sure. But, but, uh, you know, the game is, the game has changed. The game has changed. And, you know, I, I like, I watch it now and I remember, Let's just even say ten years ago, and I I was watching it. You know, your team would get a goal, and you'd be like, you know, and then and then now it's just like, yeah. I could have really saw somebody kick that guy's ass though right now, and you know, like Marshawn running around licking guys, you know, and nobody's punched him in his mouth. If a guy licked me, I'd punch him right in the fucking lips. Of course, check him in. He'd have no teeth. You you know, ten years ago, away in a body bag. Right. There's no way that, and and, and the rest would be like, I didn't see anything. You know, like that's obviously deserved it. Like, who who does? I'm surprised no one's punched him out yet. Like, like hard. But you know, like. Back in our day, you'd get guys like Kenny Lindsman, right? And he'd be running around. They call him the rat for a reason. You know? And they call these guys rats now because of him. You know? But he would he would skate away from it. But if he had to answer the bell, he was answering oh, yeah, the bell. Course, you know? like, yeah. it's Absolutely. A, it's Rod a style of play, right? It's a yeah. style of players, right, Gibby? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they were fun to watch, even if you weren't a fan. Actually, speaking you know, of, of those You knew you were going to see a good, tough game out of them. Have you got to ref them at all? Or did you get a chance to? Well, here's the story. So everybody knew that I used to 
I was always a Flyers fan from the Bernie Perrant days playing road hockey, so I always had Flyers gear, Flyers jerseys. Yeah, of course. On top of that Bauer zip up that I talking about, there was always that T shirt that absorbed the sweat. Yep. Well that T shirt used to be a holy Flyer, flyer shirt. Well yeah. one night I was in like in Philly, I forget what the name was. It was the old, it wasn't the Spectrum, but the old rink for the American League. And I had my Philly shirt on underneath. Well, the American League Flyers are playing, right? They're playing uh, whoever they're playing. Philadelphia Phantom. And it just and it just so happened that at that time Sasha Lakovic, Sasha Lakovic was in the penalty box. I had already given him a penalty. He's in the penalty box. A fight breaks out in front of the net, and it's a good fight, but it's lopsided. So Sasha's guy doesn't, he's not winning. Sasha decides to jump out of the penalty box to enter this fight. Well, the linesman are breaking it up. Cass sees what's going on. So I skate across, and I T-bone Sasha Lakovic. We end up on the ice. I grab him. He grabs me. Well, doesn't he rip my shirt? And there's my Flyers freaking logo. Thank God. This thing had more holes in it. It was just my you good luck really shirt, right? Tell. You, oh, 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 you, you can tell. Oh, you can tell. It's like, okay, the zipper isn't working. I need some, you know. So I, the trainer, you know, we went in. I mean, after I threw him out, trainer, we we put some, uh, you know, safety pins in there. Yeah. We finished the game off. But I'll never forget that was the only time, oh. you know, that something like that happened. Sasha Lackman takes my jersey off. But, yeah, it's a little too close for comfort. Yeah. Well, you got to figure. Every, every team's got, like, every, every guy's got a favorite team. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like you were talking about the passion of not being able to go out and, and do, like, men's games. And, yeah, you're going to get 50 bucks for it or 25 or whatever. But you see, you can tell there's passion in, in men's hockey because guys go and pay for it, right? That's right. They pay to play, so yeah. they know they're passionate about it. So yeah, it's and that that sucks that you you had to you lost it. Well, you know it's it's funny. Some of the guys, some of the good lines, though. You know, when you be in there and a player be really pissed, you know, at a call you make or something, you're garbage, Cassidy, and this and that. And I'd say to third him, I say, if I was any good, I think I'd be refereeing you. You know, uh-huh. well, what's the comeback, right? Yeah, what's the comeback, comeback, you know? That's <laughs> you know? fantastic, actually. It's like, <laughs> you know, or that fan that leans over and he says, you know, you're garbage, Cassidy, you know, because back, you know, at Windsor Arena especially, before they, you know, before that person got injured, that glass was low. That yeah. was there, you know? right? We it just was, talked about yeah, that with Brent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was low, that glass. And, I mean, that one guy got hurt. And then, you know, they raised the glass. Yeah, that one kid got hit with a pocket. You, like, yeah. almost died that Yes, oh, yes, yeah. that's when they raised it. And they yeah. had all that. But, but you know, when the glass was low and you're standing next to the linesman on the blue line or you are the linesman on the blue line and they're reaching over and they're grabbing you, yeah. you know, that was sure. Windsor Arena. When, when they could dump coffee oh, on you. The was, good old barn. Oh, it was. <laughs> it's it's almost like Holler and Hank. You remember him? <laughs> remember Holler and Hank with yeah. the chicken up top? Oh, yeah. yeah. Lady I'm sure he was all over with all the buttons all over. They're, they're the seen, same people. Yeah. I've seen some crazy shit in that old barn, man. <laughs> well, well, my, Back my, when my, they used to have the nets, like when you sat, like nobody, like they would sit behind the net and there was no netting. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. everybody used to sneak in their, their pops and this and that. <laughs> and I watched a lady there one night, and I'm not even shitting you, taking a drink of her pop. Guy came across the blue line, took a slap shot. It got tipped up off of somebody's stick. It went up. She was taking a drink. It hit right on the bottom of that fucking can. Oh. And I'm telling you, 
it drove it right into her mouth. Everybody's like, call call the ambulance, call this, call this. There's always that one guy, right? There's always that one guy, call the dentist. Like, dude, was it you? No, it wasn't me. It wasn't You're me. It wasn't young me. Man, Brother. Oh, yeah. His dad. Yeah, I, I thought about it, but I didn't say it. But, yeah, that was one of the most wildest things I've seen at Windsor. But that's Arena. the thing nowadays. You know, you got so many people on their phones not paying attention to yeah, what watch the Especially in warm-ups, right? Yeah, like, oh. At, at, at uh, Essex Arena, uh, you know how many people I've got seen hit, get hit in the face because you know the goalies—they gotta, yeah, they learn sure, keep, just, keep doing the yeah, deflection yeah. off the glass and let it go around. Yeah. Walk into the corner, into the corner. Yeah. Man, I don't know how many times you've seen people walking out of there. <laughs> just blood Good game, eh? But now it's like the phone is in the, in their oh, hands. And yeah. well, what did you go to the game for? Yeah, I see everybody like, watch the fuck at all times. What man. is it? Twittering or TikToking or TikTok? TikTok, yeah, <laughs> you're not up with the technology. No, Dave, I'm not very. I gotta give it to Misty all the time. Hey, can you uh, have, get me this have, app? Have Jack show you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got out of the bank phone there, and you got maybe uh, you know. I'm trying to talk him into an iPhone. I'm trying to talk him into an iPhone right now because I think yeah, it'd be better for him. I don't know. I, I want my flip back. The flip phone. There you go. <laughs> With the mic on it? <laughs> Jesus. Breaker, breaker. Yeah. I think, how about the ones that you know you carry in the case and they plug oh, in your shit. car? Oh, shit. The Miami Vice phones. <laughs> yeah, that's not... <laughs> Those are still around, I think. Bring the soup back, one of, too. One of the things I want to ask you, too, Dave, and I've always thought, since you said that you would, I was like, I always wondered, what is the craziest shit someone's ever said to you on the way to the penalty box? Funniest thing or the craziest thing that happened yeah. to me on the way it, to the penalty box? It could be funny. It could be something that made your jaw drop. It could be just something that you threw somebody out for. Well, I think it was uh, maybe in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um I had called a penalty on Fort Wayne, uh, and I don't even remember the player's name, um, but some fans threw sunglasses on the ice, if you remember, all blacked out. Oh, so it looked like, you know. Ray Charles were, or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they threw, them, yeah, they, threw, <laughs> they threw them on the ice. So the player went over and decided that he was going to pick up the glasses, <laughs> put them on, and he turned his stick upside down oh, and started skating towards the box and missing the penalty box and running into the boards. <laughs> so needless to say, that cost him a little extra, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he got a misconduct. Yeah, your hand, hands went to the head. Hands, hands the you know, I mean, the place erupted. It was, they, they, they loved it. That was, you, did, you, did you keep a straight face when he did I, it? I, I didn't know what to do. It had to be. <laughs> I would, I'd, be trying, I'd be yeah. trying not to laugh. <laughs> my I'd be like, in my shirt. I'd be like, you're an idiot. Get the fuck out of here. But I'd be laughing. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was interesting. You, that's hilarious. You know, there, was, there was a time I remember when Darren Banks got sent to uh, Salt Lake. That was Calgary's farm team. And that, so he come in a day early. And I know Darren. You know, or he's, he's a Windsorite. And, uh, you know, I knew him coming through his career and that. So he comes into town, and we connected. We were in the lobby. I was I was downstairs. Oh no, we were in the gym. We connected. We said that it was our day off. So we ended up going in our contract. We couldn't ride motorcycles or ski. Salt Lake City's big for skiing. Yeah. Uh, Darren said, "What are you doing today?" I said, "I'm just gonna work out, lay low." He said, "Why don't we go to the uh, mountain?" You know, I said, "Well, I mean, we can go to the mountain." I said, "But we just sit in the warming booth, and we would have a few drinks." So we went in. So we went to the mountain, and uh, we went halfway up the mountain, went one of the warming booths, sitting in the chalet and drinking our faces off and having a good old time. You know, finished next day's game day, 
uh, that night where out there, Darren was not going to win the lady game. Darren was known to throw him quite a bit. That guy's a monster, too. Big man. He was a big man. And uh, so Banksy gets a penalty, and he's giving it to me on the way to the penalty box. <laughs> so I'm skating away, and it was in the old Salt Palace. Salt Palace was their old arena. Um, actually, the history behind Salt Palace is they uh, post counters from the third kind. They the ceiling in there they did leave. that was the space that was the spaceship oh, okay. they, that's where they oh. filmed it the ceiling oh, it was awesome. it actually looked like the spaceship that. yeah in the old, I didn't know that in the old place um, Banksy goes in there I turn my back and skate away and uh, the linesman says look out Cass I look and the water bottles come and flying over me and I hollered at Banks I said if it hits the ice you're gone let's go to hit the ice we know it's hitting the ice so it hits the ice I throw them out and then um, Bobby Francis was the coach of Salt Lake uh, Golden Eagles at the time, which was Calgary's farm team. He was the uh, coach, and he's going nuts on me now. And Francis is just a little fire plug of a guy, right? Well, all of a sudden, I see the trainer, who's standing back with Francis behind, start handing him sticks. So as Francis is getting the sticks, he's throwing them at me like the spear, and the trainer keeps handing him another one. And the whole rack starts coming at me, and Sounds I'm just familiar. standing the dog. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, it was, it was. Uh, but you were already wearing a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. Back then in the day, we didn't wear helmets. Oh, you we didn't, didn't have a helmet? No, no, we didn't wear helmets back in nice the hair? NHL. Uh, not like Kerry Fraser. Not quite like Kerry, but Kerry uh, Fraser was a total beauty. Kerry <laughs> yeah. Fraser, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Who had better hair? Yeah. Who was the guy who played for the uh, Wings uh, forever? Had the long... Rod Duguay? That's it. Ronnie Duguay. I didn't even fucking know that. Look at me pulling him out of my ass. Yeah, that was a good one, Gibby. Shit, yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh, it was the sweetest moment in hockey. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, he, he played it. He actually finished his career in uh, Cleveland in the IHL. That's where he finished his career. He's pretty good. He's a beaut. He still didn't wear a helmet when Great he finished his career. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I cannot imagine being on ice, not Big wearing curls. a Pucks flying around, Big sticks. Curls. like I, Yeah, but... Guys were more respectful about lifting the stick, and, right? They, like there was respect. As soon yeah. as the Can visors started coming in, now, now all the sticks start coming up. Yeah. You know, like they had stick fights, no fucking helmets back in the day. Don't tell me they were careful. <laughs> well, they curve your eyes out. You yeah. know, you had to... I, I used to make a joke all the time. You know, like how how soft hockey was getting. And don't get me wrong, there there's some bruisers in hockey, right? Absolutely. But it seemed to me like Gary Bettman was trying to create a league he'd be able to play in. I know. You know, like, it's sad. Gary Batman's a fucking joke. <laughs> he looks, he looks like shit. a puppet. But you know what? It, it, like, you, you listen to some people talk about that guy, and he has done a lot for hockey. Absolutely. Like, don't get me wrong. He, he's got it to the market where it is right now, you know, with a salary cap, and he keeps getting, they keep getting more and more, but he's all about business. Yeah, right? but fuck my wings on the draft, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, well, we can wow. reflect on that. Yeah. Gary Bettman's claim for fame in basketball, if you remember, he brought in yep. three referees at the time. Oh, and, shit. And yeah, he, was, he did he, in he hockey. Was the commissioner of basketball yeah. before he was at, at No shit. Yeah. 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 I never knew that. Yeah. And then he brought the four referees into the NHL. Yeah. That's always been my – and then, you know, he brought in – the fall chase the puck, you know, and have the Americans, you know, follow that puck. If you remember, they had the red the, oh, the that you could see it all through puck. the board. Yeah. yeah, the gold yeah. puck. Yeah. Remember, remember, and then they, they they bring that commercial. They bring it to the Canadian people, and, and they fire the guy out. And he's got that red streak on his yeah. ass <laughs> coming out of the boardroom. I used, yeah, game. it was like. Yeah, when they shot, if it was over like seventy miles an hour or color. something, and had that red, red streak yeah, or something, yeah. but it was like a blue. Yeah. Like so, so because they, could, they couldn't they couldn't figure that. out where the puck was going. Yeah. Yeah. 
but like in all honesty, I remember going to Detroit games and them explaining to you why the whistle went. Well, yeah. that was offside. Well, that was icing. And I'm like, what? Where? I know it was. How are these people here? Yeah. Well, and you, and we're calling it the, the hockey town. Hey, hockey easy, town. okay? Yeah, well, <laughs> easy. Does that make Montreal the Motor City? <laughs> good one, Gibby. Good Fuck one, you. Gibby. <laughs> It's a good mix, you two. Yeah, you know, right. you got a, you got a Leaf yourself. fan and a Red Wing fan. Yeah, we're about to drop like the gloves. I should hey, have guys, let me get between you. You got a ref here. You got a ref here. I can help you out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's, uh, that's good. Oh, fine. Nice fucking guy, Rob. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there was, you know, I, Winds Arena, I'll never forget uh, one time. So back in the day, they had that uh, score clock on the end. And then they had the big clock in the middle. Well, the score clock on the end, there was a rule in the league that they put the two minutes on the clock once the Zamboni was done, and the teams had two minutes to get out and get set and get ready to play. Right. Um, or it was delay a game penalty. I was actually going to ask you about this. <laughs> Go ahead. But Windsor Arena? Yeah. yeah. Well, so Gordon Hildebrandt, love the guy. He's been around forever. He, you know, referees high school football, and he was a timekeeper there forever. Um, you know, my entire career he was there. And I think maybe he still is around. I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen Borden in quite a few years. But that night, um, the Spitfires decided they weren't coming out on time. So I go over to the penalty box and I tell Borden, Windsor's getting a two-minute minor delay a game. Well, Borden tells me he's not going to put it up. They were out here. I said, Borden, you don't have that choice. You're putting it up. He said, they were out here on time. I said, they were not out here on time. You're putting the penalty on there. And if, and if you're not going to put it on, I'm going to put somebody in here who's going to put it on. And then he went off on me. He teed off on me and this and that. And I went, you know, stuck the arm out, said, Borden, you're out of here. And just as I went like that, the Windsor star, click, Cassidy throws out timekeeper Windsor Arena. <laughs> and that's on the front page of the sports section, you know, the next day. And, I mean, and that's a tough building to ref, to ref oh, and yeah, start with the sure. old bar, right? Oh, yeah. And being a local guy. You know, it made it even a little tougher. Well, you now know? they can drive out to Essex, right? Give you <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, it sucks, too, when your name's on the back of your fucking shirt, yeah. too, yeah. and they're yeah. yelling at But now you. they don't have that. They no, they're not. Now it's a number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why is that? I don't know. I don't know why they changed that. I so mean, you can't call them by name? Hey, Maybe. Cass, you Hey, suck. number 14, you fucking suck. That's kind of what it is now. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then there's a 14 on your home team. Yeah. It's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey you were rooting for me. You're wearing my jersey. Yeah, I was just going to say that. You're wearing my jersey, man. <laughs> yeah, they, it, uh, yeah, it was always the names on the back. So, the, you know, everybody knew you as you went around. And, you know, there was there was a lot of great fans, too, the Asai. I can remember... Uh, we used to call them the uh, Twin Towers in um, uh, Kalamazoo. There was two women. They were sisters. They were very tall women. They were, you know, um, and they always called them the Twin Towers. But every time that I would go into town or whoever, they, they loved the referees. They were very nice women. They were older women, you know, bottled older than me. And they would bring us cookies. You know, they, they'd always nice. bring you, not the cookies you're thinking, Gibby, not oh. wheat cookies oh. or anything. No, no. <laughs> the boring you know. kind of cookies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they'd always bring you cookies and there was a lot of, there was a lot of good people that, you know, you met through, you know, your career. And, and I still stay in touch with some of Adam Graves. I still stay in touch with Adam, you know. We'd like to get um, him on. Yeah. Shout out Adam Graves. <laughs> yeah. If you hear this, we want you on, okay? <laughs> Now, now, wasn't there an incident where you were throwing, I want to say, was it somebody out of the box, like the, the, the PA announcer? <laughs> and yeah. he got, tell that story. Well, that was in, um, not Oklahoma City, it was, uh, I don't know, the next city to it, I forget. 
Anyways, it was in the old Central Hockey League. Um, I was doing uh, a game seven, and it was uh, Wichita. It was Wichita, and they were playing um, Oak City. And they're not too far away, right? Uh, it was the old Central League, and it was game seven in Wichita. And back then, if you stood in the crease, you know, you disallowed the goal, and they got a minor penalty. That was the rule of the day, right? So the game was tied, and uh, Oak City, or excuse me, Wichita player was in the crease, shot from the point, interfered with the goalie, goal went in, and I'm waving like, no goal, no goal, no goal. And so now they're going crazy, right? There's no goal, and I'm taking the player to go into the penalty box. And we get over the penalty box, and I and I uh, assess the penalty, and after, you know, after the minor, the uh, Zamboni driver and everybody cleans all the free off the ice. You know, we get the game going again. And and it's late in the game. Uh, sure enough, doesn't. I'm skating up and down the ice and I hear the announcing going on. Um, you know, such and such, uh, you know, for goaltender interference. And then he says, Don't worry, folks, we don't need referee Dave Cassidy. We'll get him on our own. I heard this. And I continue skating. <laughs> And then there's a stoppage, and I go over to the penalty box, and the announcer's in the penalty box. And he, he, I said to him, I says, I didn't hear what I just think I heard you. Yeah, you did. And I'm like, well, you're not going to do that no more. He says, and what are you going to do? I says, you're going to watch the rest of this game from outside. You're not staying in this penalty box. So the problem is, you have to leave that from the ice. So you've got to oh, go out so there, walk across the, across the ice to get down <laughs> the side. So he... You know, after screaming and hollering at me, I get him. The linesman start walking. He turns around, goes back into the announcer's booth right there, and he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, referee Dave Cassidy has just thrown me out of the fucking hockey game over the PA announcer." Oh. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" The place loves it. You know, they just love what they just heard. Um, Standing up. <laughs> you know that. So now uh, he's gone. Their local linesman. Their local linesman. Um, the game continues, and Oak City wins three to two. Game seven, they're done. So I'm thinking this is terrible. How am I getting off the ice? Because now everybody wants to lynch me oh, yeah. from the hometown, right? Well, the visitors. When you go with the visitors, they got them tarps to protect them from yeah. the fans. Yeah. You know, but we go off where the home team goes, and all the fans are sitting there, and I'm like, oh. I'm not going there. So the linesmen take off they leave they're not yeah. with me because no brotherhood yeah, no yeah. Man brother you know because the local because you always use the local lines right. the referee travels it's the local lines but so they're saying well our career's done for this year we're done you know we're pissed off right so i go towards the and, and the good part is the sheriff who always watches our door walks us in and out he points to me to go over to the visitor site so i go over there he meets me get under the tarp he says, take your skates off, because we got to walk now back down the back oh. around where all the fans are to get oh. to the other side by our room. Okay. And, and it's just, it's it's a real shit show. Um, so I take my skates off, because i got to go across cement. I've got, I don't wear socks on my skates. i got bare feet, i got my equipment on. But I grab the laces on my skates, because if somebody's coming at me, yeah, they're getting it. <laughs> and, and it's bad that you have to Okey do that. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I've got... The, the sheriff who's with us, he's got a couple of his guys, and these fans don't care. 
they're flying beers at me, they're flying pops at me, you know, and the cops are seeing this and they're, you know, keeping an eye out to see if they can see who it is. And I'm just getting pelted out pissed. I get down the hallway, away from the fans, finally get in there and the lines are in there taking their stuff off. I went over to their stuff. It's hanging, their clothes oh, are hanging. I grabbed it and I threw everything out of the room. I threw their equipment out of the room. I threw everything out of the room. I said, get the hell out of my dressing room. You guys don't want to be with me. You're gone. Yeah. So I threw them right out of the room. The minor officials are coming in and they're shaking their head trying to give it to me because they're going to give me the game sheets and everything. I says, nobody comes in this room. I told the sheriff, nobody comes in this room. I'm going to shower. Please wait for me, this and that. So they leave the game sheets with me. I don't know how to summarize all these game sheets. I don't do that stuff. That's yeah. the minor officials. So uh, our commissioner lives in Indianapolis. You know, the game's finished. Um, the sheriff says, okay, Dave, we'll leave. We'll get you an escort out of town because I'm going to Oklahoma City to stay. That's where that's where I, my hotel was. It's a couple-hour drive. Um, so he gets me out of there. Just as I get in the outskirts of town, I, I, I make a phone call to the commissioner who's in Indianapolis on a time difference. And I say, uh, it was Tom Berry at the time, and I called Tom, and I said, Tom, I said, uh, we've got a problem. So what's the problem? I said, I had to get a police escort out. I threw a linesman out. This is what happened. Blah, blah, blah. He says, okay, no problem. He says, you know, fax me stuff over in the morning. I said, I haven't summarized nothing. There's no official stats going into the papers or anything. I've got every game sheet there is. Just don't worry about it, Dave. So, uh, you know, we talk the next day, and I tell him what happened. Uh, what does he do? The next game one of the conference finals, who's wrapping the game? Nope City. Oh. He puts me right back in. Oh, right shit. back in. Right back into the fire. The Wichita fans, because it's so close, are going to watch because they love the game of hockey. Yeah. They don't get to see it essentially. Oh my God. That was probably one of my hairy times, you know, in a barn, in them place. Because listen, they're a little crazy down there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hockey's not that Hockey's popular, life. you know. It's Well, that's the only thing they have in town. You're right. I yeah. mean, during the winter, you know, maybe they have their. High school basketball or, or wrestling, you know, whatever. Backyard wrestling. Yeah. Backyard wrestling with the bungee cord fucking ropes jumping off your house. Yeah. Tables in a chair. Yeah. So it was, it, that was, uh, that was a pretty, you know, eventful, uh, eventful one there. But, uh, you put me right back into the finals in game one. So I ended up working, I think, three games in the finals there. So it was, it was, it worked out okay. But that was, that was, uh, that's that was yeah, that's wild, man. I was concerned. I was a little concerned. Well, the like when you're a ref, though, it doesn't matter what call you make. You can't. No matter what call you make, someone's mad at you. Right. Right. So you can't. You can't. You can't yeah. please everybody. Right. So no matter what you, all you can do is, as I'm sure, what you did is you just you call an honest game. Whatever fucking happens, happens. Like what else? What, what else can you do? Do your best to your ability. What you see, you yeah. what you call. If that's they don't right, like it, right. fuck it. Just. You know? Yeah. You okay, know. you're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Have a nice day. Like, you know. but 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 in the same sense, Dave, you get to control the game. If you want to see a a nasty ass game, you're you're gonna oh, see yeah. a nasty yeah, ass game. I right? feel like you know, like back in your sure. You in, know in, I mean? When you can control a game right. and you you didn't have to call every little love tap as a penalty, right? You know, with every little all the little hooks backs, and holes yeah. and shit. That, now, that didn't now happen. let me ask you this: How? Uh, so you got regular season playoffs come. And you're like, well, this isn't the game I've been watching all year. Is it your decision to do that? Or do you guys just say, or, or, or does somebody say, that, hey, we're going to ease it up on these guys, you know, let this go, let that go. But meanwhile, it's been a penalty all all season. You know, you know you understand what I'm saying? Are we talking now or back then? 
back then, back now, even, you know, it, yeah. it still happens today. Like you, you see the little bit of, a little bit more tugging, a little bit more clutching, grabbing, getting away with it. Well, now but like back then, shit, yeah. you know, like it just seemed like the whistle went away and it came it on. It did. It was back then, especially. You're right. You're right, Ed. It Now they call everything. It, I mean, that, the game has changed so much. I mean, yeah, do, do they maybe ease up a little bit, maybe, you know, into the third period these days? Sure. But they still. They're on top. They can't manage the games anymore. They're they're told they're going to make these calls right. because them skilled players are not the one. That's what people you know they're there to watch the skilled players these days. You know, and they don't want these people being impeded by hooks. You know, things like that. But back back then, playoff hockey changed. You yeah, know, it so was awesome. it was it was it was wonderful. It was it was you you watched the level just go to another level. Yeah. you know it it just when playoffs came, you know, everybody fought to get to how many positions they needed to get to, whatever that, you know, whatever that league had, and yeah. they played they played their heart out. Um, you know, I can tell you another funny story. It was uh, in Muskegon. Um, they, they had the old Oregon in Muskegon. And the Oregon player. Like Charlestown Chiefs. I figured I'd throw that in there. Well, it's funny because he was on the concourse and we're the top, you know. So you've got the con, you know, you got all the seats. It was only one tier. And then you have the concourse that walked around, you know, the top. And then the concession stands all there. So it probably held maybe 6,000 people. And. At the at the uh, kind of to the one end had this ladder that they climbed that the organist climbed to get up to get to his organ. He was up on his perch. He wasn't in the end, so he never got a puck. He was away from the end a little bit, but he would always play when we would come on because we're always first out. I know it's three blind mice. Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> well, say that. Well, you know, <laughs> I I always. We we did we did a lot of funny things as referees. People would never think you know you do these things. But the the uh, the organist uh, before we went out. So we'd go we'd walk either up we'd either go downstairs to the press room get a coffee you know before we would start or we would go up to the canteen if the canteens were open we grab a coffee up there before we you know get ready for warm ups because the players would be out on warm ups and you know just before uh, they they'd go out. We would, you know, get a, get a coffee and just before the game. Um, so we're up there one night, and I and I decided that I was going to bring my. So you know the uh, shoe polish uh, in a in a uh, you you know make your skates look black. You yeah. Know, to, to yep. Polish them up. You know you get hit by pucks and that and the feet. They duff them up. So they always wanted us to look, look good, white laces. Yep. You know, look look the part. So. Uh, that night, I decided I was going to take my shoe polish, and I was going to do the rungs of the ladder. So I went over to the ladder, and I did the rungs of the ladder for the organist, as he would be grabbing it, and he'd have black all over his hands. And so we went out for the skate. The only time I ever heard, I never heard the organist play the three blind mice because I had already shoe polished him, and I'm sure he was washing his hands. Was it because he fell off the ladder? I hope not. I hope not, Gibby. But Could he, you uh, I killed the organist. He, that was uh, that was uh, one that I had done in, uh, in, in you know in in Muskegon. It was it was it was funny, and all you know, the, me and the two lines that are out there just crack it up, and it's uh, it's good. And then that. So in Muskegon, there was this big black Zamboni driver. He, this guy was, 
he was the best. He he was uh, his name was Robert, and uh, he used to always take care of us. He was a really nice man. He'd drive the Zamboni, come down and see if we needed anything. Um, but he also sang the national anthem. He had a voice that was just phenomenal. Angel. He was unbelievable, Gibby. And, and so he'd sing the national anthem. When they'd have the tough man contest in Muskegon back in the day, you know, they had the tough man contest. Yep. He'd always be in a tough man contest because he was tough as nails. He was just this well-rounded guy that drove the Zamboni, worked at the rink, got these tough man contests, sang the national anthem. He kind of did it all he in Muskegon. Is, he was the it was, it was, it was, yeah. it was great. It was, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, rookies. So I was very young getting in the IHL and, uh, you know, I would I would uh, work with guys like you know some of I don't know if you know Kevin Flood. Um, yeah, I know Flood. Yeah, so so Kevin was a veteran linesman back then. Great seventy three guy too. Well, yeah, well, you, they listen. They those guys they were a lot older than me, and I was a young kid, so it seemed I was a rookie forever. You know, and they really picked on rookies. So when I became the vet, I was a young vet, right? And, and some of these rookies were older than me, but I'd been around a long time. So I can remember we used to have work visas, you know, to go across and work in the U.S. Um, so before our work visas come in, one of these rookies, uh, he ends up being like he's an accountant now. He's a little gullible. But uh, <laughs> no no disrespect to accountants. But uh, anyways, his name's Terry Turner. Um, Terry, smart man. He's, he's, he's got a great career. Um, but Terry was my linesman one night, and uh, we were going to uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana to do a game. So we would go um, down 75, go to Toledo, you know, and then cross into Indiana. So when you sit where it says the sign, welcome to Ohio, I told him because our visas weren't in yet, he'd have to take our birth certificates and go to the welcome to Ohio site. And there's a camera there and you have to put our birth certificate in front of the camera in order to allow us to get into the next state so <laughs> so these are, so here he goes you know into the field right on you know it's on the side yeah. of the road he goes oh in the field he's looking he's me. like i don't see no camera game i'm like come on rock come on back oh, in you know just little yeah. things like that get in the like, car, awesome. you know? even, oh. the, even the uh referees razz uh, oh, oh, yeah. the players do like, or or one night in Fort Wayne, um, one of the rookies. Uh, so the trainer for Fort Wayne, his name was Terry Rue, from the South, way from the South. Terry was phenomenal. Um, we were in Fort Wayne, but Terry was the trainer for Kalamazoo. So Kalamazoo and Fort Wayne are playing a big rivalry, not too far away from each other. And I said to Rufer, I said, I'm sending the rook over tonight for the two-minute warning. And he says, I'll just unleash on him. So Terry was about... Terry ended up being the trainer for the um, or equipment guy, sorry, for the uh, St. Louis Blues. Anyways, Rupert was around the, the league forever. And I said, Rupert, when he comes over, he's two minute warning, get up on the board and start slapping the stick and everything. So, Terry, this is Terry's first game. I don't know if it was Terry, might not have been Terry, but it was one of our Rook's first game. He gets out there and I says, Rook, remember, you got to tell the visiting team trainer. Give him two minute warning, just like football in the IHL. That's it. Dave just fucking so, setting him up, man. So he goes over to the train uh, to to Terry, who's working the door, and he says, "Hey, trainer, two minute warning." Terry jump, grabs one of the player stick, jumps up on the board, starts. What are you doing, referee in high school fucking football on the weekends? This and that, just teeing off this and that. And Terry's like, "I'm just giving a two minute warning." You know, he's the guy's like shitting himself. He's yeah. he's this is his first game. 
And Terry keeps going. Finally, I go, Terry, relax. That's you know, I had to go over there and help him out because Terry wasn't stopping. But no, I was pretty tough on Terry because they were tough on me. <laughs> yeah. They were tough on me. You know, it was, yeah. and that was a tough building to work in as well. The uh, Fort Wayne. I remember my mom and dad. My very first game um, that I did on the lines in the IHL. Um, uh, Salt Lake was playing Fort Wayne, and one of the goons for Salt Lake was named was Mel Hewitt. He wore number one eleven. Look it up. He was what? he was he wore number one eleven. And like only player ever to have three numbers. I, I, that I ever saw one eleven. That was what? his number. Mel Hewitt. So he uh, he played with um, Pat Rebel from Pat Rebel played in Salt Lake City from Leamington. Pat was a defenseman there. He's you know one of their stars. And so my mom and dad drive to Fort Wayne, Indiana, go to watch me in the game, and I'm on the lines. No helmet, right? No helmet. Remember. I'm like, at that time, I'm probably 17 years old, working in the IHL's linesman. And you got flow, bro. Yeah, I got flow. Yeah. <laughs> I had the old spikes. I, I, I have to show you one of them Kojiko yeah, pictures. I'm going to have to see that. Um, follow it? And, oh, yeah. No, I had the spikes. I had the oh, spikes, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm on the lines. I anticipate it being good. It's not good. I got to blow it down. It's offside. You know, it was really close play there. I blow it down. Mel Hewitt skates up to me with a stick in my face. going to carve my eyes out. Well, all of a sudden, the Fort Wayne fans, because remember the glass is low in them yeah. days, they started throwing beer on them, and I'm getting pelted with beer. Mike Oberg was referee. Mike throws Mel Hewitt out of the game because he's going to carve my eyes out. My mom, she's in the stands, and this is, you know, she's like, what is he getting into? Like, you know, like she was just a basket case. You know, my mom and dad are sitting there quiet yeah. watching, yeah. you know, my first game. And my you're first, just a rapper, My first right? pro like, game, you know, yeah. it's like, it was quite the deal when number 111 comes, you got to carve my eyes out. That was like the slap shot. And I'm thinking, what is this all about? You know, it was, there's, there's a lot of those stories that, you know, uh, through, through a 17 year career in the minors that, you know, that's crazy. You were there that long, man. Like the shit you must've seen. Oh. What was your, what was your favorite game you ever got to referee? Yeah, like, whether it be a lot of goals, a, a, lot, exciting, a lot of fights, like just, just uh, whatever. The, the, mo the most memorable game. Probably my most memorable game was probably that game seven. Uh, in Chicago? In where, Chicago. where you had the brawl at the yeah, start? Yeah, the start. The start. That was, uh, For game seven, that's complete chaos. That was, uh, <laughs> that was, a, uh, that was a real This is a fan you want to see. This is the way this is supposed to go. Imagine sitting there, like, <laughs> imagine sitting there sipping on your beer or whatever, eating a fucking hot dog, and puck goes down the ice, and then all of a sudden everybody's fighting, and you're like, it's fucking warm up, and it's game seven. <laughs> I know. And, and by the way, you got to remember, the city has already been partying for two days because... The, the Bulls. Bulls had already won oh, yeah. the World Series. Like it's, it's. I don't think the city was on fire, but they Close. played out by uh, O'Hare Airport, so it wasn't right downtown, you know. But you know, the, the whole city was just in a big party. It was, it was, it was good. But that was probably, you know, one of the. They were so good. They won the World Series. Sorry. Is that what I said? The World Series. Thanks, Gibby, for Sorry. correcting me. Wait, yeah, wait to pick up on that. Got to stick it to the ref. <laughs> I heard it, but I didn't say it. I got to get it to him. Yeah. What it's I want to know: job. Did you ever? Uh, what's the like? Uh, did you ever ref at Joe Lewis Arena? Oh yeah, yeah. I did. A, I like did a, wings or like junior wings or junior wings back when they the uh, Compuware. Yeah. yeah, back when they were Compuware. They. Um, yeah, it was. It was uh, that building's legendary. Well, it was it was. 
what the the old the old Joe the old, the old Joe, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah the Joe the, like the, have you been to the new arena Little Caesars I have I've been to a Beautiful. couple of games there it is it is wow, that's it is. the only thing that's good about the Red Wings oh, right now is there is such and a I nice love my building. Red Wings but we're just got to make a splash here and, but like you know like that that arena is so big like. You don't walk into anybody. What's cool is when you're when you're walking around, it's like you're still outside. Yes, yes, it's very lit, very yes. well lit. Yeah, like natural lighting. It yeah. is. It is. It's, it's a know, beautiful place. It, it's it's and it's right next to like listen. They're trying to really do a good job. They are, and they are doing it. Yeah. it it's getting. They better, just got to right? put a product on yeah. ice. Yeah, yeah. It, you they, know, they need that. For well, sure we got there. we got Steve Eisenman, and you know what he. Built a wagon in, in, in oh, Tampa Bay. You know what I mean? Like, They're going to have salary cap issues coming up. <laughs> Tampa? Yeah, that's how much of a fucking wagon he built there. But, the, he, but he here, built it here's high the thing, enough though. that he could start bringing guys Here's back the to thing, Detroit though. Race. Under the new thing or whatever with the NHL, the salary cap didn't go up. So that's the problem that a lot of the teams are having right now is because the like salary cap every year it's been going up because the league's been making crazy money, but because all this COVID shit now, right? So now the salary cap didn't go up. So now teams are I thought forced it was supposed to, to go up with this playoff thing. No, but it didn't though, no. because look at how much money they've lost because they haven't been on the ice. Right. So yeah, the salary cap didn't go up. Well, I'll tell you one thing we got to do, uh, you know, I need my little political spiel here. We got to get a single go. sports betting going. I Absolutely, I agree. Uh, Absolutely. You know, uh, this is a decade-old file that I personally have worked on, uh, lobbying government. Uh, you know, my organization, you know, where we've been really, you know, because it'll help us in our casinos. It's a lot of jobs for us, but also it will help out the leagues. Uh, yeah. You know, whether it's the CFL, oh, you know, all of them, and they're all on board now. All the major mm -hmm. sports teams are on board, where at one time they weren't, and now we've got letters from all of them endorsing yeah. it, and this will help, you know, with the revenue. Especially with the no fans, right? I mean, you, you see what's going on uh, right now. People are, I mean, they talk about, you know, they don't want to have people betting. Well, I can go in today anywhere. I can sit in my basement and I can see yeah. the sports bet on my phone. You can phone. do it online. You know, you yeah. can do it. But I'll, it's I'll, all what's, offshore. What's, what's the reason you know, money. To, that, that they say you can't bet on one game? I 100% I, I, I don't know because the reality is um, one thing in that industry you can track people who do it, right? I mean, okay. even with compulsive gambling, they know who their compulsive gamblers are. Right. They, know. They, they know. They you know you put your card <laughs> in because you're trying to get more points, this and that. They know who's betting. Right. They keep track of it. They, they, you know, they keep track of people. Um, it would generate about, you know, $14 billion. Wow. You know, a pack dollars. That much more. 100%. It's, wow. it's, so right now, it's in the underworld. You know, it, right. it's it's black market stuff. It's, yeah. it's 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 what's going on today. So why not get the tax base of that? Create more jobs. It's it's a win win yeah. for this country. Bring it and into the light. It is, and it, and it and it's only one change to the criminal code. One paragraph in the criminal code changes the whole thing. And it would save cops kicking in bookies' doors. One hundred percent. Right. It, it will. It will really, really, you know, uh, strengthen the economy that much. It, it means a hundred jobs at Caesar's Windsor. That's if crazy. you can believe it. That's not say. You know, hundred jobs, 100 just jobs. like bam. Just like. And by that. the way, Michigan, New York, all the states around us, they're doing it. Do it. It's happening right now. But us, you know, we're not doing it. We're always behind. We're always behind in this country. Why are we always behind? 
Oh, because we're Canadian, and we, we just got to make sure that we're going. okay with everybody else. We're so thing. passive. Are you the same height as Charles Barkley? Good question. <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I don't know. You're looking at some things I, you know. Holy <laughs> oh, yeah. talked about before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got a great memory, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I was like, holy shit, Charles Barkley. <laughs> New Year's Eve, I was in Indianapolis, referee in a hockey game. And um, Charles Barkley had to, happened to be in one of the nightclubs I was in when it was, uh, you know, after it was obviously an early game and we went out after the game to celebrate New Year's Eve. And it just happened the nightclub that I was in, Charles Barkley was there. So I went and I stood next to Charles and, you know, talked to him, told him I was a big fan of him, the round bound, the rebound, right? I mean, and so Charles Barkley is actually an inch shorter than me. Charles Barkley's six foot four, oh, sure. but Charles Barkley is probably double the width of me. He is one big man. man. Yeah. He is, he's got meat, uh, meat hooks on him like nobody's business. Uh, he was so nice. He was, you know, I mean, he didn't have anybody really around. He had a few people around him, but like I didn't see any of the other players, but Charles was there. And we talked probably for about a half hour, but. Um, it, it was it was pretty good, you know. He, I was asking a lot of questions. He was asking me about hockey and this and that. And uh, no, it was pretty good. It was in Indianapolis. Uh, wow, that was a lot of years ago when he was in his prime. He was uh, he was just in a nightclub after the after a hockey game and after I don't I don't they must not have been playing because maybe it was a night off, right? But uh, or they had an afternoon game or something. Um, but uh, yeah, it was in Indianapolis. Uh, Charles and I. Uh, had a good discussion. Have, yeah, I did. Have, a, have you ever seen that guy swing a golf club? It's, awful. it's fucking horrendous. Awful. <laughs> well, I don't think he's using the right size golf clubs for one. My three-year-old son because, can swing you know, a golf like, club better I mean, and look better. Dave can't grab my golf club and get a proper swing. Oh yeah, because Dave's about need. a foot and a half taller than you. Right. Well, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. I got a two-inch extension on my club, by the way. <laughs> was, was part really? Eh? That's crazy. <laughs> so about her to say now, yeah, that's about Charles Barkley. You know, it, it's it's funny you talk about basketball. Uh, one night in Atlanta, we had a we had a game there, um, and that's when uh, Manon Rayom. Uh, oh yeah, remember she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she uh, she was good. She was awesome. playing. Uh, she got a pro a, contract. Was like it? A Phil Esposito brought her played, up, right? Played, yeah. played for the Lightning. Yeah, he he brought her up, and uh, she ended up in Atlanta. And she was sitting in the stands, and uh, uh, I don't know what she was doing, you know, stats or something, but she was in the stands, and she had a bunch of people around. And um, after the game, um, the uh, uh, Hawks were playing that night. They were playing the Boston Celtics. So the guy who works our door said, why don't you guys come back tonight? He says, I'll bring you in, and you guys can sit there, um, you know, watch the game. So he brought us down. We were like standing almost, almost right behind the net, but there was a section. So you have the seats, and there was a section, almost like where a Zamboni would go out. There's nobody, so we're standing there, and there was no seats there. And all of a sudden, there was a brawl, a brawl. And I don't know if you've ever seen a basketball brawl up close. It was a gong show. There are some big men, yeah. and they were throwing haymakers. 
I mean, that's the days of Larry Bird, uh, Kevin McHale, yep. uh, Spud Webb was for Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. there was some. That's a long time. There ago. was big. Well, Spud was a little short, but right. I mean, he had what about a four foot vertical? Oh yeah, the guy was insane. <laughs> <laughs> but but you want to see some uh, heavyweights? And there, a lot of the players were standing there with us. I just, you know, I remember that uh, when you mentioned about Charles Barkley, I got to see uh, quite a few games. You know, through my career there too, because you know it was during the same. Time, the same season, right? The, the basketball was going on when when uh, the hockey was going on. Yeah. part of the season. So, well, they kind of compete with each other, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, they kind of do the same shit nowadays too. Like everything, kind of. I think the NHL starts, does, MLB starts, does, and yeah. then the hockey playoffs start. Or sorry, not MLB, NBA. Right, right. Yeah. So, well, being such a big guy, Dave, you must have played some first base, eh? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I played first base, Gibby. <laughs> you uh, remember going to Indianapolis, and, you know, that guy stepped on your foot, might have tripped over it, and uh, round a round, first. What did you do, Dave? No, Gibby, I don't recall that. I do, <laughs> I do recall. Is that like the fifth? <laughs> I do recall um, Indianapolis, and um, I think that I rented a motorhome yep, yep. to bring our team Whole there. team was in it. Come yes, on. and Whole I team. drove. Because yes. I don't drink. Yes. And I'm not going to say you guys didn't drink. Uh, no, no. All the way. We, yeah. This is when we found out you could buy 30 beers for 12 bucks. Come on. <laughs> the, bush, the bush lights. Yeah. Oh, man. 30 beers. And we were, everybody bought one. Everybody oh, bought one so on the, the way whole there. Teams, everybody uh, bought one on the way back. There's 8,000 beers in the, in the Winnebago. It oh, was, my God. Yeah. Sounds like a trip I'd want to be on. We, uh, I do remember, though, Gibby, us going to Indianapolis. It was quite the trip. Um I was their driver. I would pull up to a bar, and all of a sudden, a dozen guys would go out. I'd try to find a parking spot. They'd be in there doing their thing, and then, you know, Papa Bear would go in. And, okay, I don't know. Here comes Dave. All right, boys, let's go. Bus is leaving. Time to go. I don't remember, though, the incident on first base. I do remember I was in a few well, Donnie Brooks in baseball. Rob fill him in. Unfortunately. Well, Can you remind well me? the thing was, yeah, yeah. It was the, the pitcher. Remember, he would hide the ball. And uh, so the first incident, uh, I get up to bat, and he's hiding the ball behind his glove. And I'm like, dude, you got four squares in the pocket. I can see the ball. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? You know, like, put hands up in the air. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then, just as I go to turn and look at the the umpire, he quick pitches me, and you're like, "Oh, you're gonna pay for that one." Well, then this guy he gets up and he ends up getting a single, and as he's wrapping it first, Dave gives him a big old club right oh. in the foot. And if he did, he was a he was a larger fellow, oh, so he rolled he a little bit. He rolled a little bit, end up. Almost in the outfield, oh, oh, I do recall that oh, story. Dave uh, Cassidy. Welcome, welcome to the podcast, Dave <laughs> yeah, Cassidy. Dave Cass- <laughs> what did you do to this man? No, I do remember. Yeah, I was. I think I was going backwards, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see. He was him. trying to get out of the yeah. way. Yeah, he was just yeah. trying to was still there, just trying to clear the, yeah. clear the base <laughs> path for him. Yeah, yeah. I've been. He fell twice in that game. Remember? In that? No, I don't. The handshake in line where I. I do remember. I do remember us going to Indianapolis and me taking a motorhome. I do remember that. Yes, I do remember that. Well played. Yeah. That's hilarious. Do you remember you and I going to London? You picked me up, and you got you got after it that, the night before. So, yeah, you need to drive. So oh, no boy. problem, Dave. You go. You say, 
I got this tape. You got to play it. Four non blondes. Oh, do you remember the song? Yeah, I remember the song. What was the song? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> so Dave's, Dave's trying to fall asleep. I'm driving this great big SUV. Dave's, Dave's in the back. Like, hey, play that again. I'm like, yeah, sure. Play it again. I'm like, oh, you'll probably fall asleep this time. Oh, no, no. Get yeah, play it again. And I'm like, fuck, if I hear this fucking song one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> well, sure enough, he kind of starts drifting off. Like, oh. One more time. I hear it. I'm like, one more time. Here's one more time for you, Dave. And I press it. He falls asleep. Hey, Dave. Nothing. Dave. Threw that tape nothing. Window, didn't you? <laughs> Click. Eject. Right out the window. I was just going to say, you threw that shit out the window. He wakes up. Hey, play that song again. Play that song. I said, Dave, the, the, the deck ate the tape. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit, it's a brand new truck. And I'm like, who knows? People build Good bad stuff. Yeah, Good I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, that was. That's hilarious. That's, I remember that song. I remember that, Gibby. Yeah, there were some good old times in that softball we used to play. So now, now Dave, what, what do you do for fun? Um. I'm married to my job. Married to your job. <laughs> I really am. And you I, enjoy it. I love it. Good. That's Dave's awesome. A busy guy. Well, that's what, that's what people uh, need, right? You know, I, I, I do, you know, the time that I'm away from my job, I mean, my, I have my phone 24-7. I'm very accessible to people. Um, you know, I, I really, I enjoy what I do, um, trying to help people. Uh, you know, uh, it's sometimes a thankless job, you know. Um, but I know that there's a lot of people that appreciate, you know, yeah. the things that I do. I just, you know, me included, try to make the world a better place, and uh, you and know, you're doing a great job trying to. Of course, it's all I hear. Whether it's Dave's all our guy, yeah. <laughs> well, Dave's our guy. That. See, like my old my old man, like called me the other day, and he's like, "Listen, you got if you're gonna get Dave on, you got to get him on soon because he's gonna be busy." I'm like, "Dad, I already know that he's coming to the house. Like it was, I think Monday. I'm like, I got him like later this week. Oh." Okay, I'm like, I'm already a step ahead of you. I know he's going into the contract <laughs> negotiations. I, got one I know more. he's doing all that. Go ahead, fire away. I got one more. Remember when we were playing with the Legion? And you're like, hey, guys, uh, I just need your help for a couple minutes. Uh, we're going to move my this pool is house. my pool shed. Oh, no, no, here we it go. wasn't a fucking shed. It was a house. It was a pool house. <laughs> so we have the whole team. There's got to be 15 of us. Yeah. And we're, you can barely hit fit. The pool house between the two houses. Oh, and then you got to get all the guys in between. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, like, yeah. It, it was like, doo -doo -doo -doo. Shuffle, oh, shuffle. Boys, you gotta, you gotta come this yeah. way a little bit more. Oh, yeah. So, it, it, we're rotating, rotating, rotating. Like, it, it, it was. And, and I, hey, you guys, anybody want to go swimming? No, we're too fucking tired, Dave. <laughs> well, I'm ordering pizza. No, I'm going home. <laughs> Here's a beer. It was, I, I, you know, it was. That's a good story, Gibby. I went and I bought this pool shed up by Port Elgin. I put it on a snowmobile trailer. Bro, it was as big as this basement. It was only ten by twelve, but but the problem was I can't back a trailer between, you know, down. It, it's so so. It's fourteen feet. Yeah. It's fourteen. No, it's sorry, twelve feet um, between my house and my fence, and it's ten feet, you know, from the front to the back, and then it's like twelve or fourteen feet long. So, and it's got this two foot overhang, by the way. Oh. <laughs> it's got a two foot overhang. So there was a good truck driver. In there. Yeah, There's a luck. truck driver on our team that could back this up, 
Um, I don't remember what. I couldn't do it. So Because the guy said it weighed 1,500 pounds. Well, I'm thinking, if I got 15 baseball players, we're going to be able to just each grab all the way around this, and we're going to be able to carry it. Unbeknownst to me that it wasn't 1,500 pounds. Mm-hmm. There was no way. So um, we backed it down as close as we can get. And remember now, on the pad that I have, I have all the plumbing. Like the, the so toilet's to there. Set. We have to get it. Oh, yeah. It's got to so, be right in place, right? We get, I go in and I get some weightlifting bars. I get some stuff. We're going to roll it off. We've got a lift. It was quite the fiasco. I do remember that, Gibby. That was the, and, memory, and I don't think right. that all of the beer that I bought for you guys was drank. I do think you guys might have left early. We did. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It oh, was, yeah. What's it, going on with you guys? Bro, it took us almost freaking, <laughs> I, I want to say, was long. It was two long. hours to get it. In no, there, no beers know. left behind, Rob. Wow. <laughs> there was a lot. No, I, I, I was told I was always welcome to come back. To yes, <laughs> yes. So those were you know, those were my drinking you know, days. Fifteen years later, them beers still better be there. <laughs> <laughs> You're always welcome. We there. can maybe arrange something for him after contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sure. always. Hey, uh, he's got to get the contract going for us first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when that uh, hits, we'll be uh, digging deep there, but. No, it's it's good. I mean, I I really enjoy what I do these days. Um, you know, I got a great team around me. It's, there's a good group of guys. Uh, you know, uh, but you know, no no general is anything without their soldiers, right? Absolutely. So you don't have you know the people like Dance and the others that are you know the membership. If they're not behind you, then it's 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 tough. But I I, I think that I you know garnered the support of the membership that I represent. We have about ten thousand active members and about ten thousand retired members. And, uh, you know, we, does everybody who love you know, you know, I mean, when you're in politics, you're, you're always under the spotlight and the gun and, uh, you have to make some tough decisions sometimes, but, you know, I always guide my life by, you know, just go with your heart, you know, yep. you get up every morning, you, 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 you try to do the right thing. Me, Dave, so. You know, and, and I think that's that's the key to anybody, you know, with whatever they do, you know, it's it's you just go with your heart and do the right thing and try to do the right thing day in and day out. That's that's so yeah, I really enjoy what I do, but uh, I don't want to get the you know that side of it. I just this is this yeah. has been wonderful. I mean, yeah, this, this uh, they, hey, do you have anything else for him? No, I, I I'm totally I'm guys, we've been it. going an hour and a half. Wow, awesome. So wow. like this is definitely going to be a two-parter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it definitely going to be a two-parter yeah. for no, sure. It was, it was uh, no, this is, this has been really enjoyable. I appreciate this. It's uh, you know, it's something different than what I'm used to. It's uh, it's bringing back some memories, and you know, I, I, I you know, I, 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 that was a big part of my life. You know, 17 years, uh, you know, roughing in the minor mm-hmm. leagues, and you know, coming up through you know Essex minor hockey and getting out of the minor hockey and refereeing in the minor hockey, and then working your way through the system. Uh, it was it was good. It was, it was I have no qualms whatsoever about it. No. Well, I hope you can uh, drop some names for us and uh, you know yeah. talk to some guys. We'll and, take any uh, interview you can and, throw at us. You know, all we're doing is supporting local hockey. You know, like Windsor Essex County. This is this is who we're trying to take care of and hear the stories and like they're awesome. The three quarters of the stories that you told, I had no idea. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I played ball with you and stuff, and we've heard this and that. You know, and. I'm sure you got some stories about me this that you, you, you don't want to. I do, Gibby. I do, Gibby. Trust me, I do, Gibby. Maybe we'll share those off later. <laughs> but this podcast, it's not about me. It's about our guests. Yeah. yeah. It's... <laughs> Way to go, Gibby. Good cover up. Right? Yeah, honestly, oh, Dave, great. man, thank you so much for coming. This has been fantastic. Total it's, pleasure. You're you know, a total beaut, Dave. No, I love you, bro. This has been great, yeah, man. I'm, 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 you know, it's been my pleasure to be here. I, I'm honored to be able to help out with the uh you know the podcast be here and sit here i 
No, I just thank you guys, and I wish you guys the best. This is this oh, is something. Yeah, and, uh, if I can help out in any little bit of a way, I, I will do that for Excellent. sure. Thank right. you, Dave. Thanks, guys. And there it was, folks. Dave, what a fucking interview! What a total view. <laughs> like I, he had us the whole time on the edge of our seats. Smooth. And you know, I I had heard some of those stories here and there, but the the ones that I didn't know, like holy shit. Yeah. He threw out a fucking timekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> had, had to get a ride out of the city. Yeah. Like, that's... And the shit that guy's been through for her hockey is unreal. It was awesome. I love unreal. every of it. So, since we're in the Stanley Cup playoffs, let's do some Stanley Cup records for you real quick. Okay. Okay? Yep. Most Stanley Cups as a player. Henri Richard. The Rocket. The Pocket Rocket, as yep. they call him. 11 Cups as a player. Wow. Most cups as non-player guests. Most cups as a non-player. Oh, like so, it'd be a coach or whatever. Anything, yeah. Oh, just say the Scotty first. Bowman. That's who it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's why. That's why I was just gonna say to you, just say a fucking name because yeah. I know you're gonna get it. He's won fourteen. He's won more than the Rocket. He's won more than the whole Red Wings organization. Oh shit. That's awesome. That's he's awesome. Now Stanley Cups combine as a guy as a player and a non-player i think canadian back in the day that became a coach i don't know what he was oh larry robinson no jb's the two initials j i have no idea john bellavo oh yeah makes sense okay he won 17 fucking cups so, so was he a coach though i don't know what or he was did he was a non-player well you're fucking stat guy well, I didn't know you were going to surprise me with this shit. <laughs> I know. I always do this to you. I love it because I want your natural reaction. Yeah. I but, yeah. But I don't know what he did, coach, front office, whatever. But still, he won 17 cups, man. That's amazing. It's crazy. Now, here's some of the craziest playoff stats in NHL history. Plus rating over his whole career. Yari Curry was plus 101 in the playoffs. Wow. Over his whole career. Plus rating for one playoff season? Just guess. 37. No, I mean the guy. Oh. Guess who, yeah, the guy. Guess who it was. Uh, Luke Robitaille. No, 84-85 season. Who was dominating in the 80s? Eisenman. No, the Oilers. Oh. Gretzky's the record holder. He nice. was plus 27 in the 84-85 playoffs. Plus 27? Plus 27 oh. in one playoff season. Oh. Since we did this a little while back, shots blocked in one playoff game. One game. Who, like, who was it? Yeah. He was he was in that list of all-time shot blockers. Oh. Uh, uh, Warner, Webb? No, he, he was a Blackhawk. Oh, Duncan Keith? No. I have a feeling you were just about to say his name. No. Chris Russell. Oh. No, Chris? that name never even popped into my head. No, I thought you were going to say Chris there. In March of 2015, and he blocked 15 shots in one game. Holy I think he left with a couple bruises, a <laughs> couple lumps, maybe That's missing crazy. a tooth or two. That's insane. Well, that means he was on the ice all the time. I block a shot on fucking accident, and I bitch about it for a week. And so, these guys so are laying down in front like, of him. So you get 20 shots in a game, 25 shots in a game. He blocked over half. Yeah. The shots that were taken. So imagine they still got 25, 30 shots a game, and he blocked 15. <laughs> <laughs> like. Crazy stuff, man. Oldest player to hoist the cup. Gordy. No. Same organization, though. Chris Chelios. 
He's a beaut. Total beaut, that guy. 46 years old when he won the Cup. He also holds the record for most uh, career playoff games. 266 career playoff games for Chris Chalios. Didn't he play for Babcock and Babcock sat him? And he had his boys grabbing him beers. Yeah, that was the Wings and Hawks outdoor game there. And then he tried to put when him on for the last fucking minute. And he told him not a no. fucking chance. Yeah, I'm done with you. Did I ever tell you what he did to Mike Madonna? No. Mike Madonna. Or did he, we talk about this? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know if it was off air or not or whatever, but whatever. I'll be quick. Yeah. So he was playing his thousandth game when he was when he was with with the Wings. Yeah. And he had a bunch of friends and family and all that shit there. It was a home game. And he scratched him. Babcock scratched him. Dick move. I think we did talk about this. Yeah. Because we talked about the Spencer thing, too. Yeah, I believe we did, yeah. but sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, sorry, guys. If you hear it again, my bad. Um, also, Con Smite, Patrick Waugh has won it three times. I think he's only won three cups. Every time he's won the cup, he's won the Con Smite, I think. No, wait. How Very many cool. cups did he win? I think he won two in Montreal, two in Colorado, right? Did he win two in Colorado? Did he? Was he their goalie when... Ray Bork one. You're the one surprising me with these stats. Well, you're a stat guy, though. But I didn't I, I didn't look them up. But I'm not sure if he I'm was on sure the team either. when Ray Bork won it or not. Yeah. If he was, he's got four cups. So I think he won two in Montreal. Because he won one as a rookie, and then he won one in 93, right? Yeah. Was it 93, 94? 93 is when they won the yeah. cup. Anyways, most penalty minutes in one playoff season. Got to be Marty McDonald. No. Chris Knuckles Nyland. Oh. He's a few. 18 games, 141 minutes. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Most of us don't even get that in a year. I know. <laughs> he was, that guy was a complete animal. So I was thinking, why don't we, uh, why don't we break down those other five games real quick here on the back half of the episode? Okay. That's what do you good. think? Should we go with that? Absolutely. So we'll start in Chicago, Edmonton. So Connor McDavid. Goes fucking barred down just like minutes into the game. And then Captain Sirius took over. And then they scored, what, four? They un- scored four, four unanswered, unanswered in the first period. Was it all in the first period? I think it was. I'm almost positive it was because I was watching the game unless I'm fucking zoning yes. in and out. Yeah, yes, okay. it was four in the Five, five total, right? Yeah, five total, four yep. in, the, in the first by the Hawks. Johnny Taves, I believe, had two. Um... One of them, he went, like, literally, I couldn't believe he was that open. And he just snapped it right under the crossbar. Yeah, they, they got a shot, like, two to one. Chicago shot, outshot them two to one. This is something I didn't see happening. Neither did I. Like, I don't think Chicago's supposed to be even be in the playoffs. They're not. Right. I think they were the last team in the West to get in. Right. And now they're... They're, they're beating up on the fifth place could, team. They could eliminate it. Very but, well. Do you think Connor McDavid's going to fucking let that fly, though? No, I don't think he wants to, but in the same sense, he can't do it all. No. But where's, uh, what's his name, Dryside or this? He had two points. Or one point. How, how, what was the final score of that game? 6-4. 6-4. I'm pretty sure he had two to three points. Um, I think he had two assists. He might have had a goal and two assists. I don't know. I was kind of in and out watching that game. It was around nap time, so. <laughs> Aren't you always napping? I love naps. My wife actually made me a napper. I used to never nap, and then I met Seth, and now we're napping. <laughs> I love he it. He only had one point there, but... Really? Yeah. Fuck, my stat guy, you're fucking fired. 
All right. But uh, you keep borrowing mine. Yeah, I'm going to have to keep borrowing yours. Tell him he's going to pull double duty. Um, so, yeah, you didn't expect this either, eh? No, like no it, not at all. And I was like a straight ass whooping. Yeah. They were right. all over him. Everywhere, every aspect. They were outworking him in the corners, along the boards. Odd man rushes galore, leaving Johnny Taves wide open where he could, like, pick his nose, have a beer, everything before he shoots a puck. Like, what's going on here, man? What's going on in Edmonton? Uh, Edmonton, be worried. Well, Tell you right now. Coach got to get him prepared for yeah. next one, right? Yeah. Got to come back and win that one. Who do you think's going to win that game? Edmonton. Edmonton? Yeah. I think, I think, they, I think they, they just let this one get by. You know what I mean? Like, how? I don't know. I really don't know. I bet you Edmonton wins, and I'm going to say Connor McDavid gets two to three points. Full prediction. Fair enough uh, prediction. Pretty close, eh? Yep. So you got Edmonton the next game? I got Edmonton. The Leafs. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, listen. I'm a Wings fan, and I'm going to say it. This made me kind of happy in a way. But – my like in-laws and stuff and you and i got a bunch of buddies that are hugely fans so i do want to see them do well i talk shit but i'm a wings fan so i'm gonna talk shit but i do want to see them do well and when they played the other night they were flat yeah like getting beat in every aspect of the game yeah i I didn't get to see a lot of the game because I was out on the boat. Yeah. Uh, or golfing, sorry. And uh, I, I got home to see like the third period, and I watched probably the last 10 minutes of that game. And in the last six minutes of the game, they never had a fucking shot. Like, and Anderson, he, he lets in that shitty weak goal, you like, know, like, like always. Like couldn't get anything through or just weren't shooting? Nothing. Both. It, it just it, like you said, flat. Not, yeah. eh, you just know, meh, meh, I will make it up tomorrow oh, or the next know. day or you whatever. Too much longer. Uh, uh, but I think, that in, in all honesty, I watched Matthews and he was trying his damnedest. Like, and mm -hmm. I was very happy for that. Yeah. But the, the shutdown line. Okay, Tavares, where are you? Where are you, Marner? You know, yeah. like where where is the rest of the team? Mm -hmm. If you shut down one guy on your team, and and. All these people are calling the Maple Leafs a powerhouse? Yeah. Come on. Play like it. Right. Okay, Anderson let in one goal. You built this team to score yeah. fucking 10 yeah. a game. When your goalie holds a team to one goal, right. Right. You, you should realistically win that game. 100%. And, and, and Anderson played amazing. He did. He really did. Like, so, I'll be honest with you. I watched the whole game, and he was sensational. Both goalies were great. He stopped. 35 out of 36 shots. Yeah. Or 34 out of 35. Well, well yeah. He wasn't in the net for the no, one, exactly, right? So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's a that's a great game. You played a that great is, game. They, yeah. Like I said, both of those guys did. It was a good game. Kind of. It was kind of shitty at times. It was kind of boring. But, but and, it, and then, like I said, too, as well, I do think Toronto will win this series because they're faster, you know, uh, more skilled. Yeah. But in the same sense, the hits were like 36, 26, Ooh. 37, 37, 26. They just smashed them for, for Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. For Columbus. Oh, that's fucking Coach Tortorella. 
Like, yeah, he likes exactly his boys to be big and They're physical. Play just like he coaches. He's probably you know? thinking, you know what? Like, yeah, those guys are good over there, but when it comes down to it, they're so young, and you know, they're just like, hey, let's fucking smack them around a little bit, see what happens. Right? And we all know, we all know, it's a totally different animal when it comes to playoffs. That is true. It's a whole new season. Yep. You think Toronto bounces back in game two? If Freddie's if Freddie's just... like like that again, I think they'll win game two. I think it's going to be a big. I think their call. captain is going to figure it out, you Johnny know, T. Johnny T, and uh, get these guys to step their game up. Good. Now would be a good time. Yeah. Well, they're going to have to, right? Because it's a short season. You you can't sit back and try and feel yeah. the fucking teams out. Yeah. And this isn't you a seven go. game series yeah. either. You got to go. So they Did, get they get down. If they if they end up going down one more, they're they're done. They're done. I noticed. Did they even play the top three together there though? Like I said. You only watched a little bit of the, of the game. game. I didn't notice those three on the ice. They at the were same supposed time. to. That was supposed to be aligned to the start. I don't know why the they didn't do it. Maybe they only did it like opening couple shifts. I don't know. I didn't really pay much attention. I was just watching, but I don't know. It's crazy. All right, I'm I'm gonna say that that they're gonna bounce back too. So I have a feeling that that series is gonna be even after the next game. Now, one of the games that really caught me off guard was the Arizona. They looked fantastic. They're a wagon. Like they were. All over Nashville. Yeah. All over them. Like, I think they scored. They were another one that were up like three, four goals at a point in time, I think. It was so yeah, hard. It was 4-1. Four, four uh, Is it a 4-1 final? 4-3. Four, 4-3 three. Four, th- four, oh, three okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, they were up. I think they were up 4-1, to one, and then the other team got a couple goals. Nashville scored a couple goals and then made it interesting, but they held on at the end. Some of these games blend together for me because... I was watching so many games. Oh, yeah. It's hard to keep track of all of them, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, for the most part, it got real exciting there at the end. There was... Nashville only almost had 45 shots in that game. I know. 43 they had. It's insane. Man. That's how many, how many did shot. Arizona have? 37. Wow. So they're they're shooting out the lights in that game. Yeah, that's just a fucking wheeling game. Everybody just flying around mm-hmm. the ice end. Oh, yeah. But they're just two fairly young teams, too, right? Kind of? Yep. Um, so I'll ask you the same thing as I did all the or those other two games. You think Nashville bounces back? Oh, I, I think I like the Coyotes. I was thinking that too. Momentum. Well, what do they got to lose? Nothing. That's what I, I mean, are, are the just, Coyotes supposed to even be there? Like I don't. I don't what, think so. What, I don't remember what. I don't there. think so. But there's balls of the wall right now, and it's fucking dangerous. Yeah. I find that to be to go in the playoffs as a powerhouse team. To go in as a team that's expected to win, and you play, and you run into a team like that Arizona team, and they just when you, I find that a team that has nothing to lose is way more dangerous. Oh, for sure, they don't care. Yeah, it's just and like they I mean, try I, shit that I, I, they don't normally do. That being said, I didn't see uh, Taylor Hall or Kessel's name in that uh, game. That's what I mean, you know, that's going to be a, a great finish to that series too. So, do you think Nashville comes back, or you, so you you said you're going to go Arizona again, right? Yeah, I think you're I think you're going to be right. Like for this next game, yeah, because I, I got to look back on to uh, what we all had what we had picked. Up I'm pretty sure that. we both might have picked Nashville. Yeah, I'm not but sure. You, we'll you know what I mean? That. It's a different animal. We we didn't know what we were expecting coming into this playoff round, right? That is true. One of the things I said too on even episode one, I said that like. Everybody's coming in fresh, so you kind of expect the unexpected, right? Right. Which is good. This is what this is a playoff. This yeah. is what it's about. This is, it's nothing played up till now matters. Right. 
You know what I mean? So I, I love it. I'm having a great time watching it. I'll tell you that. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a little weird without the fans, but I don't care. We're it watching is, hockey. But I don't. I, I, I don't care if there's no fans there. I'm, we're watching some great hockey. Yeah. It does look very European in the uh, it stands, does. It right? Does. There's been Did some fucking tilts. Oh yeah, fights, man. Some Donny bros. That who was it? Nicholas Polino and or what? No, was it Nick Polino? It was the one. I don't know. Nick. I know it was a Polino. Yeah, one of them. I think there's two in the league, right? Right. For uh, one plays for Columbus, Nick, and he's the captain of Columbus. So. I forget. I don't know. I forget his name, but I know he is a. But he fought somebody. Who did he fight? It started with an F as well. Uh, no, I'm thinking Berlin. That's it. These guys went at it. They were leaking in the alley box. Like it was a tilt. Oh yeah, he was. He was draining blood from his nose, like uh, underneath his visor. Like, yeah, he was leaking yeah, ketchup. Yeah, he was yeah. leaking ketchup. That was a good one. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, so Philadelphia and Boston. What do you think about that one? Um, Philly was fun. I again, like like I said, I had such a busy weekend. You didn't I, catch a highlight. I, 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 I caught some of the highlights, but uh, it's so hard to judge a game when you if you don't, you know what yeah. I mean. Well, catch the whole game. Get, watch the game. Right? Well, Boston had thirty five shots and lost four to one. Philadelphia only had twenty nine. Uh, they were just once again, man. It was just Boston. I don't. I didn't think they played that bad. You see who the first star was? Caught a hat. <laughs> he was dude he made some crazy saves in that game too did he yeah our guest in the show dave i'm sure loved that game because he's a big, oh yeah yeah big, dave's big, a big big flyers guy however i think that boston surprises made, me though boston yeah. did, did they roll over or no not really just philly just took it just, to yeah and what about, what about what about our boy um what's his name there that uh the, the cancer. Oh, he, uh, did he fight? He, I believe he did. Let me just check here. I think he did. I'm almost positive that he did. Oscar Lindblom? Yeah. Lindblom, uh, let me see if he played or not. Yeah, see that he wasn't in on the, on the stats. Like on the, uh, yeah, then he game didn't. Sheet. Then he didn't. No, nope, I don't think he did. Well, that sucks. We wanted him to play. But whatever, yeah. 4, four, four one victory for his team, though. Yep. Pretty good. That's a big win up against that powerhouse too. That's yeah. That's two big teams. That's a that's a tough team. That's two, but, uh, two tough teams. But Philadelphia, they they always seem to have some pretty tough teams. I think it kind of sucks that we're going to lose one of those teams in the playoffs. Those yeah. are those are the rough and tough teams, right? Yep. Damn it. Do you think Boston bounces back next game? Absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, I I agree with you. Now we'll go to the last game there, Rangers and Carolina. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. You did see that well, one? Well, I, I, saw, I saw today's. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're, this is uh, what, uh, Monday? This is Monday. I was, so this is day three mm-hmm. of the playoffs. Yeah, so Saturday, the Carolina Hurricanes picked up a 3-2 win over the Rangers. And you know what? Hank looked good. Like, Lundquist looked good. Just uh, They were just firing from all angles, man. Yeah. Again, Carolina took 37 shots. New York only took correct? They won it 3-2, yeah. 3-2. And then, now that we're recording on a Monday here, and then they just uh, they just beat them earlier on today. They beat them 4-1, so they take a 2-0 series lead. Did you hear about uh, Svechnikov? Right? No. What did he do? So, 
so the Ranger, uh, the Rangers, the Carolina, never uh, had a hat trick in their playoff. Yeah, you know, since the in their history, in their history, yeah, never had it. He got one today. Wow, that's the same dude that fought Ovechkin, <sighs> and remember what he did? Took a knot. <laughs> yeah, Conky. Oh yeah, snoozing. Yeah. I don't but, think his wrist is supposed to quiver like that. Well, no, no, no. But obviously the cobwebs have left the, the building, yeah. right? So Complete snipe show there. He uh, he just had a hell of a game. Total view. Yeah. That's good, though. I, I'd like to see guys bounce back like that after something stupid like that happens. And you know what? It's it's a freak thing, too, right? Like, well, he he called them out. Well, yeah. He's, right? they, they were face-to-face. Don't drop the gloves like Ovi. No. Ovi's a different he's breed, a man. He's, he's a, a different beast. breed. That guy is an animal. I still think that he's going to beat Wayne's record for goals. You do? Yeah. He's still he, – his pace is too good. Well, he, what's he got to play? He's got to play another – Like four or five years. Something like that. He can do that. But he's got to – they score like, like 40, 40, 40, 45 to beat it every year. He's been doing it every year anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. He's still right. killing it. Do you think Carolina's going to sweep that? I do. I think so. Too. I think they're they're just too too uh, too gritty. I agree. Like watch it, watch them, and, and you know you know what else was a crazy thing? They don't have Dougie Hamilton playing. Really? Yeah, because he broke his leg. Oh yeah. His tibula or fibula in January. Yeah. And he's still not ready. He's right on the cusp of being yeah. ready to go, well, but he's not ready to go. If yet. they can get a little bit of a sweep here and maybe a little bit of rest, rest and yeah, uh, and he could be I back mean? for the actual playoff playoffs, right? Yeah. Which would be a huge plus for them. Um, yeah, and that's about it, my friend. So, a couple things real quick. Uh, we just want to say thank you to everybody. We got our first batch of hats. and Total beauts. Yeah. Love you guys. The hats sold out in less than half an hour. That was awesome. Like, people were asking me for hats and they were already gone. I know. It was, in- it was completely insane. Yeah. So, what I did is I flipped around, like, the day after and... Uh, I we so we ordered more hats. So we ordered one of the black and one of the gray. Right. So huge shout out to Wayne at uh, Accurate Creations uptown here, right uptown yep. in Essex, downtown Essex. My yeah. uncle. Yeah. Huge shout out to them. I literally sent him a email. I told him what I wanted. Let's just say it was a it was a Monday for say. I don't. It probably wasn't, but just so everybody knows the time frame. So, I it was like a Monday, let's say, and I said, hey, I need more hats. I want a dozen of each, right? By So, that was Monday, me telling him that. Yeah. On Wednesday, he sent me a freaking email. Hey, your hats are done. Well, that's awesome. Because wasn't he, it, so, it was like a day and a we, half we that supposed, he got them done. It was supposed done. to be the first timeline we did the, what, 12 we ordered? Six, yes. six or something like that. And it was roughly a timeline of seven to ten days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But he had him done, you know, yeah. like within the seven days or yep. whatever. Yeah. And then order, what then did we I order, did, 24? We or? did 24, 12 black, 12 gray. Of, of the new order. Yeah. And uh, we still have some left too, by the way. If you guys want them, just message the show, message me or Rob, anybody involved with the show. And we will way. come drop them off. Yes. Uh, you know, say hi to you guys, whatever. That, ac- beer. that actually leads me to my next point I was going to say, is I brought some hats around. Yep. And uh, I met like some listeners, some people that I didn't even know. Awesome. And it was awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who did I drop off hats to? I dropped one off to, it was 
Riley. I believe he's involved with the 73s. I dropped one off to him. Okay. Remember how we couldn't uh, we couldn't figure out Johnny Mullins? Yeah. Yeah. So I get a text from from him. Yeah. On Saturday, I want to say. Right. So funny story. So he says, "Hey, it's Scooper." Well, my mind when I hear Scoop or Scooper or whatever, I go. Kyle. I go to Kyle Connolly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I like load up a couple beers, like whatever. I'll have a couple beers. I'll bring my hat. He says, I caught him. Da, da, da. <laughs> so I go out there. <laughs> it ain't Scoop. I go there. He comes out of the house and I'm like, that's not Scoop. So we got like talking back and forth. He was an awesome guy. Yeah. Well, that's and, Matt uh, from McGregor's uh, uh, father in law. Yeah. yeah. He was awesome guy. Yeah. Loves the show. Yeah. So thank you for listening for yeah. one. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, you would. <laughs> I, I, that is why I let him know, like, hey, like, I wasn't expecting, like, you to come out of the house. Right. I was expecting my buddy, Matt. He said, I'm the big scoop. He's the little scoop. That's what he <laughs> said. So, but yeah, he was awesome. So it was nice to meet him and stuff like that. But yeah, we just, we met some, like, listeners and stuff. And honestly, we love it. So, yeah. yeah like I said, if you guys want any more merch, the shirts are, are coming soon. We have them coming soon. Don't worry, everybody. We've been asked for them and stuff like that. So, they're coming soon. And uh, last thing, last but not least, uh, on Sunday, August 9th, I just want to give a big shout out to my mom. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. All the shit you had to deal with growing up with me and Drew. You're a saint. <laughs> yeah. Total boot. Total boot. But uh, yeah, so mom, happy birthday. Enjoy. We love you. And uh, keep listening. <laughs> yeah. But uh, other than that, Rob, should we uh, go watch some hockey? Yeah, and I need to crush some food. Yeah, let's go crush some food. All right, right, everybody. Aunt Rob signing off until next week. See ya. Peace. Get back and get behind me.